Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondu. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is a first one, Bana. Mm. Asubui na mapema. Yeah. Apo but sawa. it is what it is. It is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, karibuni sana to the Busy Being Born podcast episode 33. No, we had actually planned big, for this one. Yeah. yeah. Big double three. Big and double we have three. an amazing guest with us. We do, we do yeah. for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by Leaves of May by Muthoni Maina. This is the first novel from the budding writer who is an alumnus of the University of Nairobi, where she studied journalism and majored in development communication. She went on to work for SEW Tanzania, that is, supporting empowering women as their sales manager. She later started Just Do It Right, a creative, Just Do It Right is actually, Just Do It, W-R-I-T-E, a creative writing program for women in Langata Women Prison in Nairobi. She now works for Total Care, Box Africa Trust as their marketing executive and on their um, on the side beside cycling and other passions, she pursues her writing too. Her book, Leaves of May, follows the story of May, Lily and Sheke. Seche. Eh? Seche. 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 Eh, it's, uh, you decide how you pronounce it. Seche. Since it's written. Okay. So eh? no. <laughs> <laughs> three women from three generations and inexorably linked. A novel colored with culture, drama, dance, love, laughter, bees, flowers, pain, and power. You can purchase the book online from the um, Nuria website or buy it from the bookstore um, on Moy Avenue at the One Building. Um, Moy Avenue? Yeah, at the One Building. Um, for deliveries, questions, or inquiries, call or WhatsApp 0729-829697. That is 0729-8296. Nine seven. Check them out on their website too. That is www.nuriakenya.com. www.nuriakenya. That is one word. Dot com. Afosawa, Leaves of May. Leaves I'm looking forward to reading it as well. You oh, told yeah. me you've already read all of it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to recommend. read because uh, we were not because your friends. <laughs> <laughs> not because your friends. She's actually a really good writer. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. Leaves of May. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have, we a, have guest. a guest. Are they? Are they brilliant? Of course they are. Mm. Yeah. Hey. Hey, very brilliant. Ah, let mm. me ask. Are they representing the motherland? They represent. The motherland ah, to the world, to the world, yeah. yeah. Ah, and finally, yeah. are they busy being born? That's the only way they're here with us. That's the only reason. Should I tell you who they are? Yeah, please tell us, tell ladies us more. and gentlemen. With more than a degree in both actuarial science and music, our guest today is a world class soprano singer with an eclectic taste in music and angelic voice. She's an opera singer, an actor. An actress, but actor, sure. A teacher, and is just about to serve the world with her latest project. This is a self-titled EP that is set for release this July 2022. Having appeared in films, sang in musicals, done opera, and is celebrated as a solo too, ladies and gentlemen, we are more than honored to host the regal, the smart, and outrageously skilled Mary 
Olive Mongai. Wapi nuru wewe? Hi. Hey, welcome, welcome. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. Yo, wow. we are we are fans of your work. Thank you ah, so definitely. much. Definitely. Yeah. Huge huge fan. Yeah. yeah. And thanks for making time on a chilly June morning. Yes. Yeah. No, no, thank you for having me. This yeah. is awesome. I'm yeah. Really honored, and that you? intro, wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> all truth. All truth. This is all you. No yeah. one else. This is definitely you. Um the f- uh, I've watched you perform and I was blown away. We actually have had a guest here. Um the the one on dance. Um, um Paul. Paul. Mm-hmm. So I remember in the Paul episode I was like I have gone to three three concerts or events or I've gone to numerous of course but there are three that always stick to my mind cuz they stood out and one was the Paul one the one we talked about mm-hmm. in that episode and the other one was yours cuz I remember watching you and thinking well I've never seen opera in Kenya <laughs> and yo it was I could definitely tell it was world class it was phenomenal wow. I even felt guilty I didn't have like a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was brilliant. It it stuck with me. Yeah. This is almost I don't know for 2019, yeah. Yeah, 4 years yeah. later, 3 years later something like that. And it's still I still remember and yeah. get chills. In fact, as we were preparing for these episodes, I I saw snippets of it yeah. and I still got the goosebumps. I was mm. like, "Wow. She nailed it." Oh, thank you. That was uh-uh. an amazing It was, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. know it too, it right? Because it was also, it was my first, like this is my, my, my yeah, recital. Because like you know, in, the, in the classical, in the opera world, we yeah. call them a recital. Yeah. We call it a concert. So it was my first recital. Yeah. And um, the, I was in charge of, you know, it was mine. I, yeah. I picked the, the pieces. I called who I wanted to work with, the other singers who I love to sing with. I got the pianist on board. I I I chose the title. You know like the whole yeah. it was my baby. It was all you. So when it when when I performed, I remember I remember you were there because yes. I remember Martin his eyes never left. <laughs> you know how someone can zoom down yeah, yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Martin the mm-hmm. whole time was just like and I'm like hey, this guy is listening to this and you know I'm singing in Italian, German yeah. and a few English areas but he was Yeah, I'm staying with you he in the story. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Yes, but it was amazing. Even uh, even for me, yeah. even for me. You knew it, it was amazing. Did you know him then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. By then we we known each other for yeah. a minute. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. um where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Wow, so many places, but <laughs> um at what point did you discover that you could sing if there was ever a point like that in yeah. your life? That point. Well, I knew if like even in primary school you know with the, with the school choirs i i would sing but i didn't think it was like something special i'm just like huh okay we're all singing so we sing and in high school the same thing i would sing i liked singing i knew i liked singing that's all i knew i knew i liked singing and um i remember in high school we didn't have a choir for a, a time for a while i don't know why and then the choir was reintroduced and we would meet somewhere in a school basement somewhere i can't remember the building And did rehearse and I remember and I'm like hi wait I can sing high and I never knew I could you know like, like some the, the teacher just says can you try sing this note and and sing, and sing that line in this song and I'm like hey I'm doing it it's all good but I'm very very shy mm. I'm I was very I was quite I wasn't as confident as I am today I was very very shy but I would sing and I'm like hey I can sing that high I didn't know that whoa This is strange but anyway let's go along with it yeah so i sang through all choirs even even in high school i was when i was the head girl 
uh, I, w- I was leading every Friday assembly, singing the <laughs> national anthem. And, and, you know, it didn't hit me until like afterwards. What? I did that? Because, you know, you every Friday morning you're there and you have to lead everybody. I'm thinking, wow, I did that. And um, but it hit me that I could really, really sing when I started lessons at the Kenya Conservative of Music. Oh, because after high school, I was like, where am I going to sing? There's no choir, you know, like there's no, there's nowhere that's going to offer you that place to perform, right? Yeah. O- outside schools, outside in most institutions, you don't have a platform where, yeah, just come and sing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me go to a music school and at least and, and see what I can do. So I joined the conservatory and I met uh, uh, Miss Nancy Day, my, my first teacher, my singing teacher. I love her so much. And I remember... After, it was like a couple of months of having lessons with her. And this, after a while, after a few months, she was like, I want you to do this big musical theater song. And this, it, this it's called what? Um, I think Defying Gravity uh, by Stephen Schwartz. And that's a very hard piece. Very hard. Do you know I sang that song? She kept telling me, no, not yet. you're not just mm-hmm. singing. Right now, you're not just singing. You're just producing a very nice sound, but you're not just singing. And literally... By the end of that lesson, I was sweaty. Like I was sweat and I could literally feel like, whoa, I can sing. So that was my moment. Like that mm. was my big aha. Uh-huh. Because mm. before, yeah, I was singing. You know, I because I believe, especially as Africans, we can all sing. We, our cultures are very musical, you know, we can all just bust that, that, into, that, into song. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Kindly don't yeah, encourage uh, I'm very encouraged. Okay, <laughs> our intros will be in, uh, in melody. <laughs> Meriolive told know. me I could. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, uh-huh. we all can. So <laughs> <laughs> and it comes a bit naturally t- yeah. for many. You know, yeah, I feel, yeah, I yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to believe, believe, believe. This hope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let's um, stick around that for a while. Yeah. Mm. So even before you joined the conservatoire, yeah. as a head girl, wh- which school was this? That's consolata in Westlands. Yeah. Oh, consolata. Wow. Yeah, consul. Oh. Yeah. So we are we within the confines of your memories mm. from back in the exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's what's up. And and, and primary school? Um, Consolata. Consolata. Yeah, Consolata was actually Consolata was nursery, mm-hmm. primary, Yo. high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now Chiromo. And then Chiromo. Wow. So like. So uh, literally for me, uh, like Westlands in. is like when I say I know Westlands like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. That is Westlands for mm-hmm. me. Because yeah. that this it was my life like literally. Yeah. 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 Mm. And and. and were your parents always supportive through it? So, for instance, I remember when we were finishing high school. Eh? Yeah. Immediately after, there were so many options for a lot of people. I don't know, coming up uh, mm-hmm. back in the day, you'd go either do CPA, mm. um, ICDL, driving classes, driving classes mm. uh, cooking, yeah. cooking, cooking, cooking. Yeah. Yes. Hey, that was for guys for Harvest. <laughs> hey, hey, as we <laughs> didn't have that. The other guys from Consolata had cooking. that. As yeah, I remember cooking. going for cooking classes hey, after, hey, after hey, just to keep you busy after How's high cooking school. Help, how's cooking helping you? It's because you need to eat for the rest of your life. <laughs> your payrolls were okay with that. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm not saying I did it. I'm just saying it was an option for <laughs> It was people. an option, okay. Yeah. Mm. No, no, eh. <laughs> uh, I remember like me even going to theater because I went to theater and that's how like long story that's how I, m- I ended up meeting him yeah that was a, uh, that was an interesting conversation with my mother mm. she was uh, Mona Wendy actually uh, the only way I could do it was 
if I went, I actually went and did comp- computer packages. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can use computer packages. Yeah. Now we can have another discussion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you, your foxes are okay with you doing that? No. Oh. <laughs> no. And that's, I think, a, a very big like misconception because everybody sees me now. Yeah. And they see, wow, you must have such so much support behind you. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. Initially, I didn't. You know, so I, I did the whole computer packages thing after. Uh, yeah, you know. oh, of course, you know, we yeah. have to you go driving school. So after high school, I did all that. And I remember it was my friend, my very good friend called Muraki Mani, who introduced me to classical music because I didn't know classical music until then. Only the Tom and Jerry, yeah. the Figaro, <laughs> the orchestra music, but yeah. I didn't really no you hear yes you yeah. can't help <laughs> no. it as well no but i can i can actually sing bro <laughs> what are you saying about me like true story no i've known you for a while bro so <laughs> anyway proceed so hey, um, so your friend introduced you to classical yeah music. so he introduced me to a choir okay. that sings every they rehearse every week and and they told me just come just go first and i'm thinking classical music that's weird what's that and he took me to it, they used to rehearse at the at the Oshall in Westlands, and um, that was the most heavenly thing I've ever had. Like a whole choir singing classical choral music, and I'm like, what are they doing with their voices? Why are they so clean and crisp and so open? Like it was just so beautiful. I I had to ask, can is that way we can join? Like what? Because I was just really really intrigued by that. So when I asked them if I can join, I remember one of one of the women in the in the soprano section said that you can go for lessons at the conservatory so that you can understand what this singing style is before you just join and then float. But you're more than welcome to join. I'm like, cool. Let me go to the conservatory. I get the leaflets. I go and ask my parents, I want to do some singing lessons. Can I go here? Of course, they're like, ah, no, why, why? you can sing already well, what's what's this to study music all about so i think they agreed to pay for like a month only and that a month is like only four lessons because wow. it's one lesson a week mm. and um so i went i, I my, my first teacher was called jacinta an amazing an amazing woman and it was fun I me mean, i loved I me mean, just i love learning as well so i loved just learning and singing and and I was growing. I couldn't even feel it with just those few lessons. I was already growing so much. Then all of a sudden, poof, lessons have stopped. They're too expensive. And I'm like, okay, hmm. all right. So I stopped. So now I think campus, now we start, uh, um, se- September is approaching. I've started not preparing for university. So that's where I'm at. now my parents are focusing on that. Now you're going to Chiromo, you're going to do actual science. No, 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 no. I wanted to study music. Only to you, very clear. you know you know that from four sleep that you feel yeah. um before you leave mm-hmm. for the courses you want to go and In do. Capo, you yeah. know what my first you know I had two I had two lists because my first list was one music, two, uh I also loved art. So one was music, two interior design, three, um I can't tr- hotel I can't remember what three was. And then I, I think four was marine biology because I don't know why I loved marine life. I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. But that was my fact. But that was what, what I wanted. Uh, either music or something art. Like into, I'm, I'm drawing into a design. I'm designing stuff. So I went home with that list. Literally, immediately I handed it over. Yeah. It was torn. <laughs> and they're like, sit down, write this. Number one, medicine. Number two, dentistry. Number three, pharmacy. Number four, Number four was what? It was all medical fields um, mm. uh, degrees. And yeah. I was like, wow, okay. 
was like, fine. And then my KCSE results came out. You know, I've never been so happy to get a B plus. Because wow. if I got an A, that would you're be medicine. St- you're going to med school. Yeah. No, no discussion. I was just like, thank God. For a B. I, was, I was like, I'm so happy. I got a B plus. Because <laughs> now I could not. Yeah. Where I thought I could oh, still well. choose what I wanted to do. But they said, we're not going to pay for a music degree. You can do anything, but not music. We weren't, we're not paying for that. So I thought, well, in high school, I was brilliant in math. So I'll look for a course in math. And I remember talking around with friends and everyone was talking about actual science yeah, and how oh, it was the whole thing yeah. and the, the career, the career, um, what, what do you call it? Trajectory. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. So let's do that. Now, also, I also loved computer science and statistics. But then now everyone was saying, no, but actual science has more money. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I just applied. Mm. I didn't even think I'd get in. I just mm. I applied to computer science and actuarial science. Mm. So um I after a while I got the letter, I got in. The one for computer science came in later. Can you imagine? Wow. I actually got access into the computer science as well, but it came I don't know where it happened. I don't know where it was placed or it was kept in the wrong office for a long time. Mm-hmm. I got called after joining actuarial science. Oh, we you, we have your letter. And I'm like, what letter? Mm. So I missed that. Okay. Anyway. Mm. So I joined actual science. But still, I wanted to sing. I wanted to go back to the conservatory. I wanted to keep singing. So the director at that time, Mr. Luvai Atigala, he... He remember he remembered me from when I used to, when I had when I first did the the first lessons yeah, at the conservatory. Yeah, the first month. Yeah, the first month, and then um, I met Nancy Day, not the, the teacher who I stayed with for the longest, and she was like, "Um, we want to offer you a scholarship. So, can you? Uh, when can you? St- when, when when can you resume your lessons?" And I was thinking, can you imagine? I actually thought it was a lie. I just ignored it. I was thinking, no way, a scholarship. To do singing lessons? Nah, nah, mm-hmm. no way. Again, then a week later, the director calls me. Hello, did, 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 were you called and informed about this? And I'm like, yeah. So why aren't you joining for lessons? I'm like, wait, it's serious. You're serious about <laughs> this? Like, He's like, yeah, you have full singing scholarship. Come and such a lesson. We're waiting for you. Hey, uh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just, I just went. How long is this after your first month? Oh, that's, that was, so that was, 20, 20 I think the following a couple of months because it would be like in the mid of that was it, was it 207 I can't remember mm-hmm. or 208 I can't have I, have I gone really far oh, good. I can't remember so it's like yeah. in your first year of campo yeah. Yeah. yeah so the first year of campo and then after like the first semester I got the call yeah so I was like what so now I used to balance cl- with my lessons during the day in Chiromo and then my evenings were I'm dashing to conservatory for a singing lesson or for music theory classes or for yeah mm. yeah what an impression you made yeah. that that's why i was trying to get the timeline between that because oh yeah wow mm. yeah months later yeah months later they still, later, they still remember yeah. you and yeah. in order for them to come to that point where they're like yeah we need you back mm. yeah and we'll we give got you covered yeah, yeah. we got you covered yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, i appreciate them so much for did, that did yeah. you tell your parents or was this yeah no 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 i told yeah. them oh i got a scholarship so i'll be doing this so i'll be going for the classes at the actual sense um courses i'll, I'll do the classes but in the evenings or when i'm free I'm at the conservatory. Mm. I'm at the conservatory even practicing or rehearsing. And then, you know, you meet other fellow musicians, other students also learning. So you form this bond. So you're always rehearsing for concerts that are coming up, uh, either either at the conservatory or anywhere. So that's what now I, I did most of yeah. the time. Mm. Yeah, my mm. spare time. Yeah. 
there's one part maybe an underlined put a mental note mm. for later but i think this is a, as good a point as any for asking you talked about your parents and sort of their insistence for lack of a better word of yeah. you going to med school yeah is, is there a reason yeah you know because you know i because you know you have to also understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. and it's a very different generation um than ours the opportunities are very different because you see now people are thriving as artists mm. as actors mm. as musicians as painters you as know podcasters. yeah as yeah. Podca- exactly <laughs> exactly so we so it's it's just that they come they were coming from a point of view where they're like um we've never seen anyone in our generation mm. survive as a musician be financially stable be able to put food on their table yeah. so they're just looking out for me as their daughter they're like we want you to be able to survive and have a good life so and and you know those careers the medicine engineering what law. else is there law all those careers they are stable and they're stable in quotes because mm. you can get fired any day you know but they but they appeared more stable could get a, a salary every month mm. so that's what they were looking for stability mm. not this musician thing where you have a gig today you're paid and then you you broke for another three weeks yeah. four weeks, and then you're waiting for another gig so they didn't want that for me and yeah. i understood that um could uh, could uh, them being scholars also be a reason yeah mm-hmm. definitely like mm-hmm. I, i mean even i think somewhere in the corner of my dad's heart is yeah. like can she get a phd in music <laughs> can she just get a phd let's go next <laughs> level next level yeah it's like can she just keep studying you know? <laughs> tell us a bit about your parents <laughs> my dad my dad is a, a a professor of of physiology in chiromo and my my mom was a nurse my mom passed away but she was a nurse and a pharmacist so um yes it was a very medical family because my my uh, we are four we were four children so my big brother alex is uh, a pharmacist my second brother uh, big brother is he's called eric he's a is it a uh, uh, what do you call it reconstructive surgeon and then there's me the rebel and then now there's my small brother who's computer he, he's into IT computer science so a very medical family especially when we were younger they were strict definitely um um they uh, and the funny thing i even used to think gosh do these guys love music but I actually remember you know we have the vinyl mm-hmm. the original vinyl uh, records and the system oh, we wow. have that yeah still functional and yeah and we have the i remember and i remember when i was a kid you know you walk into the rooms you go into your parents room you're seeing this big thing you're thinking it's a toy you don't know what it is you're seeing this big artist on the covers like someone very old bands like someone and garfunkel mm-hmm. um um this this group from south africa i cannot remember their name Miriam Makeba you see all those vinyl yeah, records classics. yeah the classics you yeah. have them and my parents would play that you know but after a while they stopped playing them i don't i mean i don't know if it got spoiled or something but i had that exposure when i was really really young it mm. just didn't register but it was there so i know they enjoy music but it's not like when you meet them you would not see that that's yeah it's that's not the first impression, so the first you, impression get. you get yeah so but they but i remember after i got my first gig as an as an opera singer that's now when they're like wow okay now we can see you can stand on your own two feet and you can actually earn a living from this we will support you now that's what's up but i came in 2012 so yeah. came a long time later. of improving myself <laughs> like no i can do this i can earn i can i can be stable mm. 
and it's the, I won't be lost, you know, because also mm. they, I think they see to some extent artists we just lost and just I don't know how they yeah, view you, it, yeah. but maybe they see it like if we lack structure. So now when they saw that I could, I can have structure and still pursue this, yeah. they're like, okay, now she, we leave you alone. Mm. We will now support yeah. you. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so so how long are you balancing the two? Yeah, campo uh, and music school. That's the whole the whole degree. The whole degree. Yeah. The whole so four the years. Whole, the whole four years. years. Yeah, because by uh-huh. the time I was by the, that was twenty eleven, by the time I was graduating, I really did did my grade eight singing, my grade eight certificate in singing. That is, you know, for for in music. The ex- there are exam boards for music and the the one that's most popular is ABRSM Associate Board of Royal, Royal School of S- M. O- yeah Associate Board ABR Royal School of Music in Scotland but they basically it's just the whole of UK and there are many others this London College of Music so you can do exams from them and they grade it so you have grade 1 to grade 8 mm-hmm. and then after that you do a diploma and you keep climbing up and up so by the time I was finishing those four years I already, I already had my grade 8 done my theory done you know so I was like at a good really good good space and, and how are you balancing them? Yeah. Yeah, ima- I, especially I, when in in maybe third or fourth year when you start doing things oh like stochastic gosh. processes. Oh my god, don't mention those things. That's trauma. <laughs> <laughs> That's trauma. <laughs> Integral science and yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 that was so that I actually I just I think because I loved it, I didn't see the the hustle of the, it. the labor of mm. it. I just loved it. Like still, even if at the end of the day, I would not want to miss a music lesson. I can skive an actual science class maybe, but I don't want to miss a music lesson. <laughs> yeah. So I I didn't see the, the let's say the labor of it. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I did it and I did it happily. Like I was like, nah, I want this. So yeah. I'm going to do both of them. Was yeah. there a point at which you questioned why you're doing these two things? Yes. There's, I, wa- I wanted to quit actual science in second year. Mm. After, after having the highest score, in imagine yeah in that year which surprised me because actual science is so hard like it don't is. don't mislead don't be mis- misled that it's really hard like the more you advance the terms that develop you're like what the tougher it gets. you know you read a paragraph and you're like what have i just read <laughs> nothing made sense so um second year is when i knew oh my heart is not in this i just knew no i don't want to but i was mm. but then i remember and actually told, told my parents i'm like so I want to quit and I want to go to KU to join music. <laughs> and they are like, no, you're already halfway. Two more years, just finish. There's no point, just finish. And I was like, okay, fine. Okay, fine, I'll finish. Mm. So that's what, uh, so, so I did have it, but I think what helped me push through that is knowing that in the evening I'm performing somewhere There's or I'm something. having, like I still had my release, like I still did what I wanted for yeah. myself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so when's your first gig? When's your first gig? Is it within your first four years? Is it like yeah. a year later? Yeah. And how does that feel? It was within, actually it was within, because because um the first time that I started, the very first time, um, you know, conservatory at the end of every term, they have a student's concert. So you get to perform and showcase what you've been working on in the term. So that's so I f- I remember I finished a term. Oh yeah, I finished a term and then now my parents were like, Okay, we can't do this anymore. So when I performed, that's now when the director saw me. Ah. Yeah. And I remember I was so nervous, you guys. Like, you know you know the nerves for it's your first time on stage. Your teacher has picked a jazz song. Uh, a a very 
<laughs> seductive jazz song. <laughs> and then I'm there standing on stage looking at uh, the audience and I'm thinking, what am I doing? And then it's at, it was at the go down. Mm-hmm. And I start singing. I'm confident. No, okay, I'm still confident because I know, I know the words and I know what the melody. Then all of a sudden my hands just start shaking. My, and my hands were by my side, like relaxed. So I'm singing. Oh, do, do you remember the first few lines? Yeah, I think it's it's called sort of kiss, kiss me, give me your lips. Da, na, 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 na. I can't remember the words, but, but that was the melody. And as I, as I'm singing, my hands just kept shaking more and more and more till they were like this. I just had to put them on my on top of my <laughs> my yeah. thighs, and I sang the remaining song, <laughs> the whole song with my hands on my thighs like that, like stay there. And I don't know how it looked like, to be honest, because I didn't see the video, but I was just thinking, people must have thought, wow, she's so stiff. (laughs) 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 But vocally, I nailed it. Mm. But still, I was so nervous. But that was now when I was exposed. I was exposed now to everybody, the director and everything. But then uh, I stopped. Because now, now, my parents were like, no, we can't record anymore. And it makes sense. Music, because music still, at the end of the day, the lessons are expensive. Mm. Even today, if you compare the prices back then it was 500 shillings now it's 2000 you know so it's getting more expensive so it's expensive so i understood that but um that that student concert just that student concert imagine is what exposed me to that yeah yeah and so i'm yeah i'm really happy were your parents in the audience for that student concert i can't remember Ah, yeah actually yeah good question for uh, for they wouldn't they wouldn't come for all of them in fact i think yeah they wouldn't come for many concerts they'll come for the ones maybe if i'm insisting yeah although my dance maybe my oh, my brothers are like no we're all going okay fine but they wouldn't come for all yeah yeah oh how did you did you feel like you needed them to sort of no. uh okay no and i think that's also maybe because I don't know how to describe it, but there's always been like, um, I don't know how to say it, but it's like, <laughs> I, I think I learned a long time ago that even if you're not getting that support that you need at that point in time, it doesn't it doesn't reflect on your talent or on your purpose or anything. Like you can still do it. Yes, it may have been more awesome to have them there, but even if they're not there, it doesn't mean you sing less. Mm. You know, you have less passion. Or it's or it's the wrong thing. I don't know how to say it, but yeah. I, I so I don't know where I got that from. Got that spirit to just be like, nah, I'm still doing this. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm singing for question. me. Do you know at what how, how do you because there's so many people who are talented and then they end up for the longest time mm. going on pads that mm. they're not really passionate about yeah. in order to please yes. or to get the affirmation of their parents, their yes. peers, whatever, right? Yes. Go and do actuarial science and yes. give it your best shot knowing mm. very well that it's not what For you, you really want to do. Yeah. Um, how did you... It's insane because you're able to understand that this is what you're really passionate about mm. yeah. and pursue it yeah. uh, mm. with all, with your all. And yeah. you're like barely 20 by this yeah. time, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I was, t- I was, still, I was still a, a teen. Yeah, mm. I mean, 18, 19. No, somewhere there. Like, somewhere there. Yeah. Mm. W- were you actively thinking about it or is it, were you just going with the flow? I like doing this, so I'm going to do it. Well, I definitely was going with the flow, mm. one, because I remember I, I even went for open mics. Before I joined the conservator, I did open mics for, remember, Adele Onyango used to have open mics mm. back then. Mm. And um, I would just, I will see, I'm like, 
ah, yeah, let me go. Let's, let's just see how what happens. And I had a song I wrote. I got a guitarist to play for me. <laughs> and I remember we performed. And I was like, huh, I've done that. Okay, cool. And you know, whether or not I got a big applause, applause it didn't change the fact that, yeah, I did that. I'm happy I did that. Like, um, I don't know. To be honest, I've thought about it. Like how I just mm-hmm. um, kept at it. But thinking about it now, I think it's because can't tell you a story that will explain that yeah we're here for when the I stories was, so after 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 high no after graduating university i of course i had to work <laughs> i could not <laughs> sing and just do nothing at home so uh i got a job um at a school um school of the nations but now they're kindergarten branch in westlands yeah and Everything was going really well. You know, I'm thinking, hey, I have a salary coming in. I like the job. I was financial admin and slash secretary, yeah? And it was really nice. Like, I liked it. I liked the school. I liked the students and everything. Everything was going really well. And then something. And I, and, I, and still, as I was working, I will still go for my lessons at the conservatory in the evening. Then, I think after... Because I stayed there for a year. Towards the end of the year, that, that, that academic year, something switched off. And because work kept getting, the hours kept getting longer and longer, I'll start missing my lessons, I, uh, my music lessons. I could not make them on time. I'm always late. And when, I- even if I get there on time, I'm tired. So you're singing, exhausted. It, and it, there's little you can actually learn and benefit from the lesson when you're really exhausted. Yeah. So I started feeling like, okay, I have to take a pause on the music lessons until I sort out these working hours. Then I'll get back to it. And... Everything was okay, but I remember the feeling. Something was just off. It was an off feeling I had. Every day, I would wake up in the morning, especially now towards that end of the year, I would wake up in the morning and struggle. Like, there was a struggle. You know how you, your alarm rings and you just sit there and you're like, I have, to, I have to get up, you know, and prepare. And I'm dragging my feet. That was the first sign. But the big sign was, for me, that made me quit. Actually, I quit after that, was... Um, part of my job was when you meet a new parent joining the school, I show them around the school, talk with them, make sure they're welcome, and then help them register their kid. So this nice morning, it's a very nice sunny morning, I go to work, everything's fine. I meet this beautiful, beautiful couple, and they walk in. I'm like, hi, we'd like to get a tour of the school. I'm like, yeah, uh, can you just have a seat at the reception, and I'll, I'll be back with you shortly. And I go to the back of my room, of the office room where there's a curtain. I close the curtain. And I just stand there by the wall and I'm like, come on, smile. I'm slapping my face. Smile, smile, smile. Come on, let's happy. Let's, we can do this. Smile. I had to psych myself up and slap my face and be like, come on, wake up, wake up. Smile. We can do this. Let's go. Do you know that's the day I knew now? If I, if I can't just do, if I can't just wake up and exist without having to push myself to be happy, to enjoy my job i knew something's dead something i felt like something was dying in me and from then on that's when i d- knew i'm gonna mm. quit yeah and i quit i left after a month or two after that yeah yeah because i just knew that was not normal for me yeah i felt like i was you know like i actually i felt like i'm just dragging myself like out of body experience come on we have <laughs> to do this now you take yourself here and do this no and mm. i was like no i was just unhappy so i do not know what that is but i feel um like i always say like for me my motto is always be true to yourself 
Always be true to your heart. What you're feeling, there's a reason why you're feeling it. And if you ignore it, I feel that's when, you, like what you said, some people just go down the wrong path and they start, there's like a light dims out. For me, that's what I see, to be honest. Like if I see you, like now I've met you today and then I meet you five years from now, I'll actually tell whether you're okay or not by, for I don't know how, how I can describe but by how bright or dull you look. I'll just like, the first time I met you, you were so, you're full of life. You are, there was a, a glow in you. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just dull. There's a dullness. So that's for me. And I remember someone told me that. Like immediately I, I quit. And they were, this was a supplier that would always supply stuff to the school. And you know, because being a secretary, you'd always interact with them. Yeah. So they met me some randomly in town after I'd quit and I'm now doing music full time. And they're like, Mary, is that you? And I'm like, oh yeah, hi, how are you? And they're like, what? You look so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, he didn't say anything. I was just so happy and wow. i'm like thank you i'm like yeah i am i am i am even if i was just studying i had a few i was not at it i didn't even have a team money i was not successful in any way i was just doing what i loved i think you're successful in a lot of ways just don't yeah. say yeah. 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 yeah 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 so so i just it was just hey i'm just i'm just being true to myself yeah i i really want to pursue this and i and i and I'm just going to listen to my heart. It's yeah. unhappy. I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing lesson, even without asking. Yeah. yeah. A couple of things, actually, for me, like, excite me around this, yeah? The first thing is, and uh, this film comes, well, I mentioned it on this table a couple of times, yeah? And the film is Soul. I don't mm. know if you got to watch oh, it, the yeah. Pixar movie. Yes. And your story has sort of taken me there where we we uh we have characters who are excited actually that particular character was excited mm. for for music mm. and life and you know not doing the thing the thing you were meant to come here and do yeah. sort of you now find yourself just walking around not fully alive but anyway that is the first thought that came into my mind the mm. other thing was uh, it's amazing how at a young age you are cognizant of the self you know and you you knew the self is not right the self mm. is uncomfortable so as we go, we'll probably highlight that a little yeah. more. But the question I'd like now to focus on is what was the process of quitting that that month before you finally walked out? Yeah. Were you like, I'll do an email? Yeah. Were you like, I'll have to get an exit strategy? Okay. What was that like? That's a very good question because yeah. it wasn't as easy as you me just saying, I quit and then I left after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Happily ever Bye. after. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as any human being would experience, you have doubt, you're afraid, you're like, now you've had this cushion, you're earning, you're financially stable, your parents are happy, and then you want to quit. What will you do? Now you have no idea. How will you build a music career? I have no idea. Um, will I be able to have, have still have enough money to fend for myself? Because now I've been, you know, I haven't asked my parents for fair or anything. Mm-hmm. It's me taking care of myself. Um, so one, I first called a friend. The one thing I learned, one thing with me, I, even if whenever I'm going through something, um, I have to make a big decision. I'm never afraid to ask. I'm never afraid to ask. You know, some people may say, that's a silly question. No, no, I don't believe in that. There's nothing like a silly question. You ask. So I remember I met one of my friends. He's called Curie. And I asked him, I sat down with him. And this guy is very spiritual. He's a very spiritual kind of, he's a very self-aware p- uh, kind of friend. And I just, and we just met for coffee and just asked me, Mary, you don't seem okay. You seem like there's something you want to do and something's stopping you. And I'm like, mm. 
and I asked him, okay, well, actually, I just have a decision to make. I don't know. I'm just unhappy in my job and this, this, this. And I just want to do music, but I have no idea how. But I just know right now where I am. I'm unhappy. And he just asked me. It's a very cliche question he asked. And when I was thinking, really? He asked me, answer this question. If I told you in three months' time, you, not the world, but you, are going to die, what would you do differently from today? And I was like, really? That question is always asked. And he's like, no, just answer it. And I said, I only have three months. He's like, yeah, I'll quit and do music. I just knew instantly. I'll just quit because I want to spend the last three months happy. I want all, at least doing what I love. And he's like, fair. Honestly, I know it's easier said than done, but that's the first thing you need to do. So I, so I left there thinking, okay. So every day I was going to work, I had that at the, at the back of my mind. I need to find a way out of this. I do not know how. Because I, have I, because I could die in three months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, and you know, it was a semester. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, a semester left in that school. So it was my last semester. Literally. Yeah, last three semester. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And that incident with that client, it happened the beginning of that semester, the first month. So I had two months to decide because you have to give them early notice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man. So I'd wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send the, the email. And I don't. The next week, I'm going to send the email. I don't. So I kept procrastinating. Because, you know, again, you're scared. Then, to me, I feel this is God. God decides, oh, you're scared to take this sleep. Okay, fine. I will help you. So my, my friend who runs a golf, uh, a golf school, he called me and he's like, Mary, guess what? I have a new, there's an NGO setting up in, in Nairobi on Gong Road and would like, like you to apply, really like you, like how you work. <laughs> I'm like, ah, cool. Yeah, let me, let me apply. So I sent my CV. I went for the interview. Everything was going really well. I got the job. <laughs> they, were, they were paying double even yeah. what I was earning. So I was yeah. thinking, nice, okay. Not bad. Uh, so I was thinking, nice, okay. So I, I, the moment I got the job offer, I, I, I now sent the email to now my current boss. So all along it's seated, it's seated in your drafts. Yes, it was okay. there. Yeah. So I was like, ah, finally, this is, this is an, you know, I feel like now this is a good reason. Like I have a, now a reason. I can't just say I'm just quitting for the sake. Yeah. I have a reason. So I sent the email. Done, done, nice. Two weeks later, I got a call from the NGO. Oh, so we're having some funding issues. Um, so the offer of, of, for, for the salary is now going to be half what we were saying. Mm. And I was like, oh, really? Mm. And I'm like, no, why? Okay, so I was like, can I just think about this? Okay. Then, now my current boss was like, we don't want you to leave. You know, you, you can stay. Please stay. They are begging. Please stay. Please stay. And I was thinking, yeah, you know what? Maybe, I don't know. So I remember I called my friend who 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 gave me the heads up about this NGO job, and he told me, "Well, Mary, it's still a good NGO. Just, just, just. I mean, I'm, and and with time it will pick up. No, 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 no. But again, I was not happy with that. Like I'm like, Ugh. it's less than, it's further than where I stay. It's all the way in Gong Road. I don't even live in near Gong Road. And I was just thinking, mm, no, you know what? I'll decline that. And. I will still not go back. Like, I won't keep the current job. And that was the way I got out. Because I realized, wait, this was what I wanted. To be out. To send the email to my boss and be out. And God has helped me do that. <laughs> 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 because I, I, I feel like he dangled the carrot 
in yeah, front of me. Of come, a come, nice come, landing. Come, come, yeah. come, come, come. Then now once I was out, okay, yeah. Now, now that you're free mm. yeah. and you have all the time now, now go and pursue what you want. Because I feel, I always say that's God because I'm mm. like, what are the odds of that? You get a new job. It's awesome. The offer is great. You resign. The moment you've resigned, two weeks later, okay, now you're not there anymore. (laughs) Now do what you wanted to do. You you asked for this, and I provided. And did you? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did. So what happened was after a month, my parents, I went home, I told my parents, so I've quit. And then they told me, we're giving you till, I quit around August, the end of the semester, so July. So August, I'm at home. My parents told me, we're giving you till the end of this year to figure out this music thing. But January, you're going to apply to an insurance company. That's where actual scientists, most most of them end up. Uh, insurance company, and you're going to go and work there. And I said, okay, fine, fine. So to be honest, that August month, I was at home most of the time. I'll go for my lesson at conservatory, then I come back home. I go for my lesson, I come back home. I didn't have like a plan. I had no plan whatsoever. And that's now where I started going with the flow. Like, really just trusting the flow. Like, I'm like, I have no plan here. I don't know. All I can do is just keep working on my craft and just pray. It, it you know, something like it, something comes up. Yeah. So, I, at the, at the mid of that month, my friend calls me. My friend who's now a classical, at that time she was a classical singer already. So she calls me and tells me, Mary, there's, there's an opera show that we are planning for the end of the year and we're looking for a singer. Are you interested? And I said, no, I don't do opera. Like, I've been singing. I've been singing mostly pop, contemporary music and musical theater with my teacher, not classical. So I feel like oh, I don't know how that would go. She's like, no, 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 just come. It's very easy. Oh, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'm like, I'll help you learn the music for the audition. I'm like, okay, fine. So I went to her place and we spent the whole night, literally. I slept there the whole night rehearsing, teaching me the songs. Okay, here yeah, we are going to sing this song and then we'll do this as a duet. And then I'm like, what? Okay. The next day I go to Karen. The auditions are in Karen. The opera was done by Edita Kam. She's an Italian lady who loves opera. And I went for the audition and she was so happy. She was like, you're in. We're done. Our cast is complete. And I'm like, huh? And then I see the contract and I'm like, hmm? And I'm like, oh, I'm not money. <laughs> and, then, and then I was working with uh, the likes of Ian Bogua. Ian Bogua. Ian Bogua was playing my husband. So oh, it was wow. very funny. <laughs> it's a very nice opera. But ever since now then, my parents were like, okay. We're living because they came and watched that one. Yeah, I mean, because now it was big; it was Kenya National Theatre and everything. And they saw me on stage, and I'm singing like that classical technique, and they're like, oh, "And you're singing with Ian Bogua?" Exactly. And they were like, hmm, "Okay, we're leaving you alone." But that was me trust living it because I, I didn't, I honestly, never thought I'd be an opera singer. I never had that in my mind. I just wanted to sing. I just wanted to sing. And just always express myself through music. I didn't have a plan. Like, well, it must be opera. And I'll study this. I didn't have it. So whatever opportunity. For me, what I saw was. Um, and what I always tell. Like, because I teach. So what I also, also tell my students is. Any opportunity that comes your way. If it's a good opportunity. That doesn't compromise your values. Because again, that's important for artists. I feel people take advantage of creatives in i feel and i feel it's just good for you to know what your values are and your boundaries so any opportunity that comes your way take it especially if it's in line with what you want to do because imagine if i said no i don't think i'll be here if i said no opera sounds scary no i don't know i was like okay i can try it's just an audition 
the worst thing that happens is I, they say no and I come back home, right? Like mm-hmm. there's nothing I'm losing more than that. And I got it. It opened all the doors. Like literally, that was the first that, like the floodgate that opened. And before that, I had done musical uh, concerts at the conservatory. Yeah. Before that opera. So I, ha- I got that experience for being on stage. Yeah. So, and, it, and if I didn't do those smaller musicals, which were not paying at all, it was all free because we're all students. Yeah. How would I know that I could actually stand on stage and perform to people? You know, like if I didn't take those small things that didn't even look like they're going to give me much, but they gave me a lot more. They gave me confidence. They gave me amazing friends, amazing colleagues that we still work with till today, you know. So I'm just happy I seized all those opportunities. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I didn't say no yeah. just because it didn't look glamorous. I was yeah. just thinking, it's music, we're singing, game, done. I don't care how it looks. No, we're we doing what we love. Game. <laughs> Let's yeah, do this. Yeah. 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 Lovely. Um, You were lucky to some extent um, or in some sense that mm. um, you're in a position where maybe um, you had some savings and your parents were supportive to that at that point. So between the months of July yeah. to when you got this audition, yeah. they support you. Yeah? It was my save. Yeah. yeah. I saved up. Yeah. yeah exactly. Mm. Right. Um, so how would you have someone... How do you have them think? This is the context, yeah? Someone who has who is talented, they mm. really know what they want to do. Mm. And you see this a lot in the art scene as well. Mm-hmm. Because uh, from my understanding, um, at that level, sometimes the remuneration is not as good. Yeah. 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 So how, how do you have someone think? Someone who's um, talented, they really know what they want, but uh, they also have the option of doing this other job yeah. uh, that pays better. Yes. It's, it's, it's your conventional actuarial yes. whatever thing it is yeah yes uh, simply because they do not have the means yes. to sustain yes. um, chasing their passion yeah and so over time that light dims yeah i think and i think that's where it i don't know who said it i don't know if it was viola davis or i don't know who, who said but you do or denzel i can't remember mm. <laughs> but you do what you have to do so that you can get to do what you want to do yeah, want and imagine to. that's life because you see in an ad, uh, in like a perfect world for me i'm surviving on performance alone like literally i'm like wow just wake up rehearsals perform for, you know like for me that's like oh, amazing mm-hmm. but i know wait in kenya that that our industry is not at that level as uh, as we may see abroad so i know i need something else to keep me going now for me this is now for me like when I say my whole life is music, my whole life is music. My side hustle or my other side will still be within music. music now, I love teaching. So I'm like teaching music. So that's now like, that's now my steady source of income. You know? And I'm aware of that. And I also know the challenges that comes with having that and how it will affect your performance. Your flexibility in terms of performance. Because it does affect that, yeah, to some extent. But I'm also aware that, wait, I have bills. <laughs> <laughs> and I also... L- uh, like we all like a certain level of comfort in our life yeah we don't want to suffer mm, soft but, life yeah but we also exactly soft life but we also want to pursue our our creativity and our and honestly what has funded my projects that you may see on youtube or or anywhere my songs is teaching you know and the good thing is i love it still because it's music so in a sense i'm being true to myself in that way that for me if you told me go work as a banker my light will just dim because it's not fueling what yes i may have the money but i'll have even less time 
But you see, the beauty with teaching, you're working with, I control my timetable. Yeah, I'm working with clients, we, we agree on a time. So I can have some flexibility and work around my other projects. So if I was to tell anyone, and I have friends who work in the corporate sector and are musicians. They're there. And the thing is, what I love, uh, what I love whenever I'm talking, uh, what I love about it is that when I'm talking to them, like one of them works in the IT field. He loves IT. But he also loves his violin. So he's in the orchestras playing, string quartet, but he also loves his job. So I think it's that balance. So I feel maybe don't go for something that you hate and then balance it with something that you, <laughs> you love. I feel it's a, such it's a, a hard... Game. It's a It's a very hard thing because one will really rob you. I feel it. One can really rob so much from you. Rob that energy that you need for you. And you know, creativity is energy, yeah? So if your energy is really being depleted on one end, even if you have the money now to do what you want to do, you'll have no... Creativity. You will have no energy to even just think of something new. And I feel that's now the loss. So I, f- I like I was, I was, I was telling myself, even my current students, because I have adults, I teach adults at Kenya Conservatory of Music. And I tell them, as long as you are okay with your job, like you don't feel like you're, you know, it's you're horrible. Bo- it's, yeah, it's sucking the life out of you. Do what you just, just do it. Just balance it. Because you, you reach the point, you know, God willing, if you want that is. Because some people, some people like doing it as a hobby, yeah? Music as a hobby, which is perfect. It's, just, it's, it's, it's all right. And there's some who want to now take it the extra level. Then you have a plan. You know, I'm going to keep this job until I'm able to see this kind of progress on this other end. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, Because I, I feel like we, we are fed so much on social media and maybe also TV that artists, you know, you just, you, you, you go all... You go broke in one end and you struggle and you live on the streets. And, and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. But I think l- let's just come back a bit. What can we do about that? Even if it's like I have a student who's who's making soaps and she's selling. And I'm like, wow, nice. And she's, and she's an amazing singer on the other end. But, you know, like you make it work. Yeah. I, I, I honestly feel there's always a way, especially where there's a will. Yeah, where there's a will. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Like if you're so sure I want to do this, imagine you will. Yeah. And and f- and I'm also speaking this because also of my life. When I look back, I'm just thinking, huh? How did I get here? And it's just I also sat on this. I didn't have a clear picture, but I knew it's this. And God maybe if you believe in the universe, whatever you want to believe in, mm. but life will just respond to that. But you have to be consistent. Like, I don't think it will respond to it if you're on and off every day. That inconsistency doesn't send any clear message. But if you know, hey, I'm going to do this podcast, you know, you're always at the back of your head, you're trying, you're saving, you're doing this, it will happen. Yeah. There's always a plan behind all these big projects we see. No matter which artist it is which creative when you hear the journey they've taken you're like whoa they had to do this to save up to do this or they had to invest here or get help and mind you i feel people need to ask for help more often because i feel the help is there the conservator offers scholarships for lessons there are teachers who even sponsor their own students because they just see talent and they and they love them and they're like we're going to help you but would that student get that if they didn't go there? They wouldn't. So if you feel, hey, I want to I wanna be an actor. I don't know what to do, but I want to. 
my f- I never thought I could act, <laughs> but I had that interest, and I just went for master classes, which were free around Kenya National Theatre. Wow. Every time I'd go to conservatory for music lesson, I'll see what was his name, Spiel Spielworks. Yeah, who, yeah. Who were they? Um, are you sp- uh, so the Spillworks is a company, oh yeah, but there's also Neil Skill. Yeah, Neil Schill, Schill, Neil like Schill's. Well, I just saw he's having workshops. Yeah, I'll stay and wait. Imagine just that. I'm like, I'll make the time. I'm actually, I have, I have an hour free. I can, mm. I can peep in and see what happens in this, wa- in this master classes. That mm. you see an opportunity in what you love, take it. Yeah, it's free. Great. It's a few shillings. Let's see what you can do. Don't kill yourself. I, I don't believe in killing yourself mm. to pursue your. I don't know. I don't yeah. believe. We in love that. quotes on this show, and, and what comes to mind is, um, someone said, I don't know. I definitely misattribute it, so I wouldn't even try. Um, you miss all the shots that you don't take. Yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah. So take them and ask for help. Go for ask for help. Take them. Ask for advice. That's what me do it all the time. I do it all the time, literally. I want to put up a concert. I ask someone who has done that. What happened? What are the challenges you faced? Yeah. Did you make a profit? Should I expect that? Should I expect losses? Wha- ask. Because you know what they say. So many people have done these things. Nothing is new under the sun, right? The people have already done podcasts, concerts, shows, music videos. You name it. <laughs> so if you want to do one and you have no idea, you're, you're green. Why don't you just ask? Go around and ask them, how, what, what was your process? Who did you work with? What did you advise? Yeah. Which studio do you record at? Where do ask. Ask, ask. So it saves you from making some mistakes. Yeah. The same mistakes a person made before, they'll help you avoid that. Yeah. It connects you to the right people. You know, I feel, just ask oh, as well. Ask. Sure. It saves you a lot of time as well. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of time, yeah. Uh, um, um, oh, man, I'm, I'm really... Uh, I really appreciate all the lessons there because we are here for them. That's yeah. what Busy Being Born is about. It's about picking the lessons in all these journeys. Mm. And Maze, like we are barely <laughs> halfway <laughs> to her it's journey. Like bucket loads of lessons. We are like yeah. Lessons upon lessons. Yeah. We are here for them. Yeah. So let's take it back to the story. Yeah. Yeah. So after we build it to where we are right now. Yeah. We do go back to school for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so we have the technical university at some point. Yeah. Then uh, to Nenda Maju. Yes. Hey, let's let's pick it from there. Yes. January comes. January comes. Are your parents like, yo, have you figured this out? Ama by then they're like, oh yeah, what you did with Ian? So you uh, just keep going. <laughs> hey, I know. How's that? How does that translate into schooling later? Yeah. Into so I kept, uh, uh, so that was 2012. Uh-huh. So 2012, we performed. It was awesome. I already had my certificates from, you know, that of that year that I completed at, at the conservatory. And then also the, now the next year, you know, thank God every year there was an opera scheduled. I think the lady was very happy with us. So she's <laughs> like, okay, next year another opera and then the next year another opera. So we, so the year that followed, we still had rehearsals for, for the next opera show. And I also started getting students wanted me to teach them. Because, you know, now they see you on stage. And at least now I've studied. Because one thing about me is I don't like being a quack. So I'll, I don't want to... I never want to be like a fraud in music or a quack. Or I, don't, I don't want to be someone who doesn't know their own craft. So that's why I say I love studying. I, I can... No, make I can actually do that PhD for my dad. <laughs> I can't. Because I love studying. So... Um, so I started getting clients, which was awesome. So, uh, most of them were, were, were kids to teach them, which I was happy to do. And then 
after a while, I think 2014, I had like an itch and I was like, this is not enough. I want to study. I want to dive into music even more. Like I want to know it all. And for me, the way that I'm like oh, a degree, I'm going to get a degree in music. So my parents, my parents and they're like, I want to go back to school. I want to go do a music degree. Music go, okay. to the ears. Yes, a music <laughs> degree. And they're like, okay, that's good. But um, you might have to find it for yourself. Oh. And I said, that's okay. I understand. You know, at least I've been earning from the opera shows, yeah. from, from a few gigs there. I think I did the Groove Theory TV, TV series at oh, that point. Yeah, I did the Groove t- uh, Theory. I did two seasons. So, so ah, that as well. You guys were earning, by the way. Group theory. Group theory. Ah, man, it's it's it, it was a TV show. Was it on NTV or KTN? No, it was on Zuku. It was a partnership ah, with Zuku and Kanji Mbogwa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell us a bit about it. Yes. Uh, I oh, know it no. was based on a uh, musical or something like. Yeah, that. it it was like Glee, but not Glee. Exactly. Yes. That's a really good yeah, example. Yeah, but it was like Glee yeah. almost. So. So so I remember again, again, I was leaving the conservatory mm-hmm. after having a lesson, or was I a lesson? Yeah, and I saw a big crowd. You know the side of the theater, Kenya National Theater on the side. Yeah. Big crowd of people. The and then studio. I'm seeing four famous pe- faces, Kanji Mbogwa, um, Mugambi. And I'm like, hey, what are these guys doing here? And other popular actors. Yeah. Like, What's happening? So I went back, I remember I went back into the, for the class. When I came back out, I was like, they're still here. Then I met someone passing and I asked him, excuse me, what are these auditions for? For, for a TV series. And I'm, uh, for a musical TV series. I'm like, musical? T- <gasps> like my head, I, my head, I was thinking like glee oh my gosh so I was like okay let me just walk in and see so I just went there I saw a table hello and they know how they're very friendly hello would you, would you like to sign up are you here to audition and I said yeah sure I just but then I won't lie I just signed I waited my turn I got in it was very nerve because I remember seeing Aaron Rimbui by the keyboard yeah. no oh, no 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 it was Kanji Bogo oh. by the keyboard and then those, yeah, it was just popular faces in that room, and I and then you know they they give you a script, a monologue. I know it was it was a it was a it was a dialogue. Uh-huh. Now they, they I think Mugambi was reading my part, and I think my own the sister Tina. I'm not so sure, but yeah. And I was like, hey, these guys are nerve-wracking. But anyways, because <laughs> I was very nervous. But I walked in. No, I was just thinking, singing. I'm going to sing. So I walked in, did the went through the script first. And then they asked, so what are you going to sing? And I said, and I knew this is, okay, one thing I've come to learn is many people don't like, so, well, for the lack of a better word, classical singers to some extent. Maybe they feel, uh, maybe in the past people have painted it such that classical singers are the elite ones. So they have uh, mm. rubbed off wrongly S- on people. Yeah, there's something snobbish about it. Yeah, there's something snobbish about it. And I totally understand because I've also experienced it inside in this, being a classical singer. So I get it. So I knew when I went there, I'm going to sing a contemporary song. So when they asked what I'm going to sing, I said, I'm going to sing an Adele song. I sang uh, one of her songs that wasn't very popular, but I loved it. Take it all. And I just, the moment I sang it, they just said, ah, oh, wow, okay. And I remember one of Yafes's wife was there. Mm. And he and she was Joyce. like, yeah, Joyce. And I remember, because there's, there's a time I auditioned for a Mavuno musical. 
I didn't, but I didn't get it in some some years back. So now when now coming now fast forward to this audition for the group theory series, she commented, "Wow, then you've improved. Your voice is so much bigger." I'm like, "Oh, you remember?" Okay. <laughs> so I just said, so from then on, so I, I waited. I got the call back. It was very exciting. Yeah, that was a, an exciting time. I did not even think. I did not plan to do that. You know, I didn't think I'm going to wake up. Oh, this year my goal is to be in a series. No, I didn't think that. But I just saw an opportunity and I'm like, you hey, I'm free. Mm. I'm, I'm free. Why not? Let me let me just see. And it was fun. It was very challenging in the sense that we have to dance and sing. So there were workouts every rehearsal in the early morning hours. We were picked at your house at 5 a.m., well, thank God they picked us up because I've had other shows you <laughs> you meet in Butter Hilton in That's that's where that's where we all meet. I know, I know. Yeah. Other, uh, like I think I did an Mnet, the Mnet movie, the yeah. short films with uh, Licarion. Yeah, and yeah, that was it. Yeah, you meet you meet a Butter Hilton and you move. Yeah, but then that was a nice experience that that they will come pick you up in the morning and you drop you off. Yeah. So I like that, but it was very intense. Rehearsing, um, dancing, singing, but it was fun. Because yeah. for me, for me, it was fun because I'm like, it's music. I, I love music. Yeah. yeah. Groove Theory is a Kenyan classic, Maze. Mm. Uh, it's a Kenyan classic. I don't think we have had another just like that one in a while. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. 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 Is it archived anywhere where someone can at least go back There's and watch? some clips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Some. some. I don't know why. I don't know what their plan is. Like, yeah. are they going to release it to? I don't no idea. Maisha Magic. Oh, I don't man. Yeah. But it's given us so many different talents out yeah. here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Julie Saro. Yeah. K1. Yes. They were all there. Yeah. It was really fun. So two questions. One is, had you been, had you already started doing the acting classes before yeah. this audition? Yeah, before. Like, remember, I'll just see them at con- at the National Theatre and I'm like, hey, okay. there's a, a Neil Shea workshop. Huh? Let me go. And I'm like, let me see what's happening there. And then also with the David, David Morris. There's yeah. another masterclass that were held by David. David. Uh-huh. David Morin. No. Ah, uh, were they foreign or local? Yeah, they're foreign. Oh. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. But so any workshop, me, me, I was that person. So you really an acting workshop, twenty. <laughs> go because I could not afford. Like I, I, I didn't know of any acting schools. You know, at least music. There was a music school. Mm. Acting school. It's like where do people go? Ama, you just have natural talent, and you just pray that you have it. But I was like, but what if I don't have it? I want to know if I, oh, like, what do I do? So when I didn't see any acting classes offered anywhere, I just saw the workshops. I was like, I'm going. Yes. Let me just go and see. Yeah. Let me, I, I mean, even there's a time in the middle of my degree <clears throat> at took a technical university. I'll, you know, it's very close to Phoenix Theatre. And I was like, why well, haven't I never auditioned for Phoenix Theatre? Let me go and audition there and see what, you know, just that. That's interesting. That's how you ended up at the Phoenix. Yeah. Ah. Literally, I just I was just thinking to myself, why have I never? Yeah. Let me let me see. I was scared because you know Phoenix has a uh, it had it's uh, well mm. it's so sad but it had <laughs> such a big name. So I was like, hey, am I am I even capable? But now for me, the one thing about me, I may have those doubtful moments, but it's like my inner self will kick me more if I don't go. If you don't, I won't sleep. Like the next day, I'll be so dull. And I won't know why, but just because I didn't, I wanted to do something and I didn't because I'm scared. Why? Just, it's better you do it and you know, oh, this is not for me. Yeah. Or, oh, by the way, I really suck at acting then. You know, at least you live knowing you have clarity so you can now focus on the right things moving forward. But then I was just like, no, let me go. And I think I was so nervous the first time. 
I don't who, who did I meet the audition? Oh, Likarion, gosh. <laughs> Likarion and the what's his name? He was the last manager at Phoenix. I can't remember Tim? his name. Tim? No, I remember, I remember meeting Tim. David? No. Uh, David, it was, the, I think, David. Yeah. So, so that was nerve-wracking. Yeah. Very nerve-wracking. Mm. But I was I was just like, hey, Likarion saw something in me. Hey. And, I, and mm, I was working yeah. with Senjen and the amazing Senjen. I was like, amazing hey, Senjen. my gosh, these guys, they have seen something in me. <laughs> yeah. But the first time, I was very nervous even being on stage. Like the first show, I, I remember even feeling, hey, wow. But it grows on you. It yeah. definitely mm. does the more yeah. you do it. So this is what you're doing while you're took. Yeah. And and how's that going? How are the music classes? Are you glad you're now taking a degree? Yes. How long does that take? Yeah, I can you imagine the most amazing thing, which I think it's also God. When I applied, so my I what's my, my parents told me you're on your own here. I said, Cool, it's okay. So I went I went to took to took, asked went to the music department, asked for how do I apply? And I found who did I find? Doctor Otoyo. And the chairman at that time was Dr. Musungu, God rest his soul. But he was, he was, he is to me the most amazing lecturer. He was for students. You know, those lecturers who are for students, mm. they care about you so much. Mm. Don't you he was that person. So when I applied, I was waiting. Now, of course, I was dreading the fact that I have to do another four years. But I knew this is what I still want to do. So let me just bite the bullet and I do this. So I applied. Waiting to get the email about telling me I'm starting in year one. Yeah. I got a call and they're like, hey, congratulations. Uh, due to your, your, due to you having a first degree and your ABRSM certificates in music and due to your experience as a performer because of the opera shows and everything, we're exempting you two years. Wow. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? Yeah. They exempted me two years. So you're going to join third year. I was like, get out of here. I'm like, what? <laughs> no way. I'm like, yeah. I could not be. I could not. I had to go there the next day and be like, I got, I got a call saying this. Is it true? Yeah, yeah. Here are the papers signed. No, 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 no. Go to the fees. And I'm like, what? What? Oh, my gosh. So I joined. I, yeah, literally, I joined third year. So, of course, you know, it's. I'm the newbie in the whole, yeah. you know, so there's that whole that awkwardness. Year. They've yeah, been together in, for two years. Yeah. That, yeah, so then they've bonded. <laughs> they have formed, you know, alliances and all those <laughs> friendships. Then they've just come, plop, you know, just put in the mix over there. So the the good thing is, <laughs> the one thing about this, uh, the, uh, the students I met there, like none of the friends I, mean, I made there, they were such easygoing guys. And I, I think it's because we're all creatives. Again, because everyone in that room plays an instrument, performs to some extent. Or if you're a composer, then you're busy writing scores and stuff. So we were all, like, it was just very easy to fit in. Very, very easy to just gel, bond, and talk. Um, so I did the first year. So I did the third year, sorry. I did my third year. And then, in so I joined, that was 2014. Yeah, 2014, September, I joined. So, and then um, at at St. Paul's, there's a choir where I would sing. You know, me, any, any place where I could sing now, I would be there. All Saints Cathedral, they have a very lovely community there, and, and also St. Paul's. So I, I was really humbled that, that, that they were like, yeah, you can come and sing with us anytime. Sing, come and sing along with the choir. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. So there's a time, there was a, they had a guest no, how it happened? The first year, so that 2014, 2015, 
they mentioned about a scholarship to Liverpool to study music. And I'm like, what? You have that? So I applied. But now that that led me off the university, yeah? But I think they had a relationship with St. Paul's Church. So I was like, hi, let me let me get more details, I see. So when I, but, but, but by the time I got the details, I missed the deadline for applying. So even I emailed them, not the university, and they told me, just try again for next year, because there's nothing we can do now. The applications are closed. I'm like, fine. So next year, luckily, they had one of their lecturers, who's a violinist, perform it, come and play with the church here at St. Paul's. This is St. Paul's Chapel? Yeah, St. Paul's Chapel, yeah. University Chapel. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, okay. And then he asked, is there any singer who can sing this type of music? It was an opera piece. And they were like, yeah, Mary Olive. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'll sing. Okay. So we sang, and I was so shocked. I think I still have that video. I didn't post it up, but I have it. And... I was just like, wow. And I remember my parents came for that concert. And I remember my dad sitting in the front and he was just, he just like, <laughs> no, my dad is very tall. So seeing him like this, like he's he's just so intensely focused and he, he's like, what? And then when I went to him after the concert, I asked him, dad, are you okay? He's like, hey, no, you, you belong to the world now. <laughs> You're international. <laughs> just go. Just go. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I think then for him, he was like, wow. You singing like that with that violinist, Aslin, wow, it was just amazing for him. So uh, the, the lecturer even advised, yeah, you should apply for the scholarship. Just try again this year. So I was like, okay, cool, cool. Now this, I'm still in my third year, yeah, at Took. So I apply. Uh, honestly, you're applying with yeah. with like, nah, let's see. At least, at least I'm in Took. No, in my head, I'm just thinking, at least I'm a technical. So I applied and then I got the email. Yeah, you got the scholarship. It's a, it was a one-year study abroad scholarship. So you're more than welcome to start. And this is when you're supposed to start September. Nah, nah, nah. And I was thinking, oh gosh, what do I do now? I'm in my middle of, as in, because I, I finished the third year. Then I was supposed to start the fourth year in September. So do I start the fourth year in September or do I go abroad? And I was just thinking, I want to go abroad. Because how many opportunities like this come like it's so hard to first of all it's so hard to get scholarships like i'm well aware of that and i was just thinking if i don't take this will mm. it come back again or if i take it then will i lose took cuz what what happens now with my third year that, and also it's also i feel bad they've given me two yeah. years exempt and then now here i am saying <laughs> something <laughs> better <is> bye <laughs> <laughs> so so and I remember, I, as I like I said before, I always ask for advice. So I went to my senior colleagues, my senior the, the, the senior lecturers, and asked them, I got this opportunity. What do you think? Some are like, no, stay. No, stay. Dr. Musungu was like, go. Don't even think about it. Go. Because you will learn so much more. Go. My uh, my other friends also, they're like, go. It's a what are you waiting for? Go. So I just took, I took the risk. I'm like, no. Um, so I asked, I went to the school, what do you call it, academic register, I don't know what you call them. Mm -hmm. And I asked Dean. them, what yeah, what can I do? Because I don't want to lose took. And since this is a one year, can I can I just defer? And they're like, yeah, defer, then come back and complete. I'm like, thank you. So I went, I went to Liverpool, Liverpool Hope University, and that was the best thing ever. It was it was really good. A really good experience. A really good ex experience, not only on the music side, but also on the life side. Because, mm. you know, that's where you really see racism to the forefront and you experience it. You're far away from home, 
far away from the comforts of home and comforts of your, your friends. And you have to know how to survive. Like you have to really be very mature emotionally and also responsible. Why I say that is because their system is very different. They don't have cats and surprise mocks and all that. And rats. No, no, no. They just have rats. one. They're rats. One, one Dude, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's serious. <laughs> random yeah. assessment. We yeah, random assessment. Nico, where is that from again? <laughs> He's going it's, to it's risky. Was really <laughs> no, it was uh, no. It's risky at times to go with your jokes. Okay, but yes, random assessment test. Yeah. Now I know. Uh-huh. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so there. One thing I loved, I loved, loved, loved that university. Why? The freedom. You have you have this card. It's your ID card. It can access the library. Two for seven. You can access the music rehearsal rooms. Two for seven. You can access the music IT room. Two for seven. I'm like, what? You can wake up at three a.m. and have an inspiration, and you can go compose it. You can go. Pra- I was like, wow, I love that. Um, um, when, what was I saying initially? I'm, I'm forgetting. Um, Liverpool, one and the experience. You're describing the experience overall, and you have to. Oh be yeah, no, I was t- yeah about because their system is so different. They don't have cards to remind you to read. They don't have things in the middle of the semester. They'll just have, in the first lesson, they'll, they'll announce what you're going to be examined on in this course, what they'll expect you, expect you to, to know and understand. Then they'll give you an essay in the exam, an exam essay at the end of the semester. In between, it's lessons, it's rehearsals, it's practical stuff, yeah. But if you're not someone who's disciplined, that essay will come and you've done nothing. And mind you, this, the essays aren't at the... Like, you know how our 844 system, you cram and you just regurgitate, yeah? yeah? There you have to understand because the questions they'll ask you is, have you understood the history of music? Have you understood why bebop jazz is protest jazz? It's not just... Like, music there is not just music. You're looking at music... Socially, politically, culturally. Technically. It's music. Yeah. You know, here, I think to some extent, we just see music as, yeah, music. Yeah. <laughs> we dance. We have fun. Chill. The coursework there was so detailed. You're dissecting things like why, why, why does, why did MJ song perform like this better in America and not UK? And you look at what the political climate and the, at the time it was released, the social attitude that it was, as in you're looking, you're dissecting things. It's not just, and that's when I realized, whoa, music is a lot deeper. And its impact is across that. It's political, it's cultural, it's social. It affects everything. That opened my mind to so much more. Like, And it's so true. Like, we don't even study, study like that here. Because, hmm. I mean, I've, I've gone through the, the music degree here. And it's not the same. It's so much deeper. You have to understand music so much deeper beyond just even what you're hearing. Yeah. You have to look at the time it was released. Yeah. The impact. All that. It's such a, it's such, it, it was so profound for me. Yeah, there's so many layers you have to yeah. peel. Aesthetics, the music aesthetics, you have to dig deep. So it was really brilliant, but it's good if you're someone who's disciplined. <laughs> You'll enjoy. That is the only Yeah, game. I won't lie. If yeah. you're not, no one will send you a card to remind you to read. Yeah. So like for a whole semester, you can actually just come for class and then go and have fun and go uh, party or do whatever. Mm. Come for a lesson and chill. 
And then you get the surprise of your life when you get the ace and you're like, I don't understand a single thing in that question. Yeah. So it's good if you're disciplined. It's good if you have a focus. But you can't survive there if you don't have that. I won't lie. I saw it and I was like, wow. They leave you alone. Yeah. They, they treat you as an adult. And you know, mind you, I was going there. So I joined their equivalent third year there. Yeah. And I was in a class with 17 year old. Still, you know, 18, because they start, they start their, their degrees much earlier Pretty there. Early. And I was just thinking, how will, how are these guys managing? Because they are missing classes. You know, just a typical, you know, youth. Old, you know, yeah. yeah, typical 18-year-old. And there are no reminders. You just have to be so disciplined. And I, I to me, I loved that. Because I hate, I can't <laughs> say. And those small things all in between. So I found it very freeing. I, I loved it. Yeah. Let, let's let's um, let's look at that. Uh, the eighteen-year-old who's in school. Yeah. Mm. So looking back at your two degrees, yeah, mm. uh, at least that season of studying. What yeah. is different? What is different between the actuarial science third year Mary Olive and this third year out here in Liverpool? What oh. is the difference? How are you? Uh, how is learning for you? Learning was fun. Uh, fun in the sense that. The, and this is in comparison to both versions yeah, of you. Yeah, I mean, it was much more enjoyable because it's something that I loved. It's something that I liked. I mean, I, I could read about music history, music aesthetics, you name it. I can read about that and thoroughly enjoy it. So one as, uh, one, one main difference is that I loved it. I, I was so in, I, I dived into it. I went all out on that. Um, another aspect is, wow, I was much more, I knew myself. I was much more secure in myself. I knew what I wanted. I knew what my goal is. And I, and I had my boundaries. Because, you know, having gone through a degree here already, you're a bit tougher out there in the real world. Yeah? I mean, you've already gone through con men, you've already gone through, you know, you've already gone through the harsh realities of university and being an adult, a young adult. So there, I'm, there, I'm going there, I'm in my late 20s. So I'm not like, oh, I want to fit in. That is the least of my worries. That's not even a concern I have. My concern is I want to get this. I want to nail this performance. I want to understand this essay. I want to get, so I was in a very different mind space. Way. Yeah, even I was very, very different. Because I didn't have the same insecurities I had in my first degree, where you have to fit in, or you're trying to get friends, or you're trying to you're you're looking for yourself. Nope, nope. Yeah, I was. I'm like, nope. I know. <laughs> well, where I am right now, yeah. I like where I am. I I know. There's I know who I am. Stability. I have a sense of stability. I'm good. I'm not trying to fit in. I wanna. I want. I wanna achieve this because I only have a year. Mm. So I wanna make the best of this year that I'm here. Mm. So for me, any chance I got to take a trip somewhere. I'm taking the trip. We're going to see which 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 museum we're in Liverpool. I am Let's going. Go. We're going to to climb what I am coming because I'm like I want to absorb all this mm. life here. Yeah. Did you get to perform while you're out there? Yeah, yeah. I got to perform. I got to perform for the the mayor, the Liverpool mayor of of that year. Apparently, they change up every two years. Um, I got to perform at a mm, at a wedding. I got to perform. I did. I got. In the, within the school, there are many concerts, but outside I got to perform at the Commonwealth function. There's a, a yearly Commonwealth function for all 
countries. So I was like, yay. So I got to perform there. I sang Malaika, which they hey. all loved. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was really, it was really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I say that knowing that there's also the bad, because I don't like people, you know, people here, you've gone abroad, they, they just think, eh, you're just happy. You're yeah. just sorted. You're just perfect. And I'm like, hey, there are other things. There's racism. There's, you're lonely. You don't have friends. You, you, you have to know how to navigate that and still come out intact. Yeah. So, but I say overall, I'm happy I did that. I'm happy I took that opportunity. I'm happy. I'm just happy I did it because I came back even more secure with myself, knowing what I, knowing how far I can stretch myself in such circumstances in a strange country with no connections, you know. So I at least I knew hey, I can survive in such a place. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was main reinforcement. Are there any other any others that come to mind in terms of you already knew yourself and you're already at a good place? What other sort of reinforcing lessons did you get from yes. it? Especially around life, not just music. I got to learn that I am, I used to think, okay, I'm an introvert to some extent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I like one. <laughs> but when I got there, hey, you guys, and let me tell you, abroad is not easy when it's, we don't have any, you know, friends or family there. So I remember the first time I got there, um, September, I joined in. You get, you go through the orientation. You know, you're trying to socialize with you, but but again, you're. Is, at, is at, there anyone who looks like you? Yeah, but the problem is, uh, some of them are local. They're local Brits, so they still see you. It's a weird. I don't understand how, but they still see you as oh, you're the Af African, you're the foreigner, you're where. So I was like, huh, okay. So I used, used to avoid that. If I see someone is uncomfortable, I avoid it, yeah? So I'll just mind my own business. You you join your, you, you go for your courses, you go to your dorms, just that routine. And I had some friends now, like the flat the, the flatmates that we shared with and all that. But by November, I remember it was November. I was going to, I think I was going for a walk. I was bored. I was, I was staying indoors in the dorms that day. And I'm like, ah, let me go for a walk in town because town was just nearby. So I'll just go for a walk in town and I come back up. And I remember when I was leaving, okay, I left, I walked around, I came back. It was a good walk. Then I'm walking back and this security guard just stopped me and said, hi. And I'm like, oh, hi. How are you? Are you, are you, are you okay? You well? And I'm like, yeah, I'm... And I was so shocked because no one has asked me that since I've joined. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm well. It's like, yeah, how are you passing by here? How I hope you're good, yeah? You, are you coming back from, from town? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're just giving me small talk. And I'm like, yeah, all right, good. All right, then have a, have, have a good day. No, 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 no. I'm like, okay, thanks. And as I was walking back, I just started crying. And then I remember thinking, I remember when I was crying, I remember thinking, I'm going to cry now, but anyway, I remember thinking, I miss being hugged. I just miss physical touch because everyone is keeping a distance from you because eh, we don't know what to do with you. Actually, I was even told that. Now, eventually, when, when they warm up to you, I asked them, why did you, like, what, why are you guys uncomfortable or what? And they're like, we actually didn't know what to do with you. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yeah, wow, that's such a strange thing. As in, mean, we don't know, like, will you laugh if we, like, do you understand us? And I'm like, but we're all learning in English. Like, so there are some, are some cases of ignorance on their end. So I was just like, okay, whatever. But I remember at that time thinking, I miss being hugged. I miss, you know, like how I saw Martin down here, we hugged. 
you know i you know you were very kenya is a very social country like we're very friendly there it is quite different even even within themselves it's quite different and i was like this is so interesting but i remember missing that so i missed that and that's what i realized actually for me i realized hey i can't live in uk at like a long term no mm I want my mamamboga to salute me and me. They are scared so I want us to <laughs> I want us to just talk 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 yeah. talk. You know that kim life that we have in us, that buzz, that friendliness. Oh, oh I was like I I need it. I can't I can't I actually knew then. I love Kenya. I love Kenya even more now. I'm good even at home. More. Yeah, I'm like I'm good. At if we have what problems? It's okay. Every country has its own problems. <laughs> I choose mine. Let me just stay there cuz I miss I realized I missed I just missed the being social hugged. aspects yeah. I missed just just physical touch with your friend. Just just small things that we do here that that's so minor. I just missed it so much there. Yeah. So I realized then that uh, Kenya is for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it sounds cold out there. Yeah, it is. It, it is cold. Uh, that's one of the things I also um treasure so much about being in this country, especially being an extrovert to be mm. honest. Yeah. Mm. I can just I can just spark up conversations with anyone and everyone. Yeah. 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 And yeah. anyone and everyone will probably pick it. Absolutely. And run with Most it. people will. Yeah. You know, like even a let's say a a, a kange some a bus conductor. Yeah. You know, just a random joke. Yeah. Ask me your then yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 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 Then you, someone they respond. Yeah. 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 And, and I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I like I'm out of the country and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But there are so many things that are much better in this place, this country. Yeah. Uh, but I think the social component is something that I, I don't I, think I'd trade off as well. Yeah, for me, that's what I remember. Because, you know, I loved the, I loved how I could walk in town and not be yep. harassed. I could walk and as in it's not crowded. You don't have to clean your shoes I every could, single time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to clean my shoes every, it was actually, don't, don't know, I couldn't even walk at night. And I just, I was like, I love this. I just love this kind of feeling. Yeah. But yo, the social aspect. I said, give me, give me Kenya, give me, give me dusty shoes. It's okay. Give me crowded town. I'll be fine. But I need. So I realized for me, that's that no, I important. can't read that because yeah. I thought I could. Actually, I was thinking, I think I can. I mean, there seems, you know, like things are working. So it seems like the bus, the trans, the public transport is good. The the town is good. You can walk freely. You can. Yeah, the systems are working. The systems are working. Yeah, but the social life. I said no. And also to some extent the hospital because I remember one time I got sick and it was so hard to get a booking because they, re- they you can't walk you know like how you can say I feel unwell let me go to Mpisha mm. and just wait and, or whatever whichever hospital there you have to call and book. And you, you I remember one time I was so sick I think I had 20 like no I didn't I had, I had, I had an ENT my tonsils were so swollen and I had to sing at the end of the week and I was like wow what can I do? They said you can I walked it you was actually just they, behind they the don't campus. Sell yeah. No, those <laughs> things make me worse now. Okay, oh. So yeah. So I had to walk. I went to the clinic. I asked them, Hi, can I I want to see a doctor? Is there any available right now? Have you booked? And I'm like, No. Well you have to book. But is anyone available today? Yes, but you have to book. <laughs> and I was like, What do you mean? <laughs> and so that okay, I'm like, Okay, when when's it, when can I book? Three days later. And I'm like yeah, but I'm yeah. sick now. What do I do till now? And uh, what do I do between now and then? Yeah. And they're like, you just have to wait. <laughs> and I actually had to ask another fellow student, like, 
Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to book. You can't walk in. I was what like, whoa. And imagine, an emergency. imagine yeah. one, one, one friend of mine, her flatmate woke up and she couldn't feel her legs. I don't know what happened. They went drinking and something and they woke up and she just couldn't feel her legs. They, they tried calling the hospital, which was actually nearby. And they, and they didn't actually, they, they didn't pick up. I don't, I don't know what happened. It was just hard for them to get any progress there. They're like, we'll carry her to the hospital. Let's go. They actually carried her. All the flatmates just went, carried her till the hospital. The, when they reached the reception, hmm. they were told, I'm sorry, no, no, no doctor is available. Have you booked? Wow. They had to sit in the reception waiting for four hours. That was an emergency. Yeah. But they're like, you haven't booked. Yeah. We have to just wait. Sorry. It's like, what? So I feel like uh, uh, so there are some things which we don't we, we don't see. Of course, just like how also for them, they, there are some things that they don't see about Kenya, right? For sure. Especially the good things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just saw that and I was thinking, no, I want to be able to just, if I'm unwell, I can go and see a doctor easily. And number two, I want to have social life i want to I, I needed i needed that and i didn't know i needed that to be honest i didn't know i was that yeah. kind of a person until you didn't have it yeah. until i didn't have it exactly so i came back knowing huh kenya damo <laughs> <laughs> i am home yeah um, so, so you're back do you jump immediately to clear school and everything yes, immediately hey. i came back i went back to took uh, i finished i joined my fourth year and to complete I, your third degree now my yeah Dad. to complete no to, to complete my it's still the second because that, that study abroad in liverpool added to this okay. degree it, it complemented it okay, still it was yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. it was all added so yeah. like my transcripts there were incorporated into the took okay. yeah so um so i, I came back for fear for fear with a swing you know i dive in of course now i'm so excited because now i've come from having been exposed to so much more deeper layers of music yeah so i came in and i i just embraced everything like even more than before i was asking questions that i was not even asking before because now i'm looking at the layers you yeah. know yeah so i dived in i gave it my all and uh, at least and i was happy I was, I was i still had the clients that now i left when i went to liverpool yeah so i don't know how they sensed it but the moment i came back Hi, we know you're back. Can we have less? Yeah. <laughs> Can we resume? I was like, okay, thank you. So I was grateful. I still and, had and clients. And were you like, uh, yesterday's price is not today's <laughs> price? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, no, I I can't remember, but I just know I was just happy to have them back. Yeah. So, so I finished. And then I, I remember when I finished, I was thinking, yeah, and I can just now focus on performing and get and, and projects and stuff. And then. I got the surprise call from Dr. Musungu that I'm valedictorian and I was like Of course you'd what? be. Of course okay. you'd be. I was really happy. That was the first time it was a, <laughs> imagine the first time the university having a valedictorian oh, a wow. as a musician. Wow. That was the first time ever. It's always lawyers, degrees yeah, for engineering, else. med mm. and, and yep, law and yep. Kwanzaa took is very good with engineers because they have a very good department there. Yeah. So they have that. So having the valedictorian as a, for music, a that's a big deal. Me, I was like, thank God. Yes, we need more. <laughs> we need more creatives getting this. this has there been? Has there been since you? No. After me, I think it was because my my pal got the next one. I think he he did engineering or something. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I was very happy. Even that speech, 
Aish. Side check. Your parents must have been extremely exuberant. They are very happy. Yeah. Very yes. happy. Yeah. yeah. I, even my, my my dad helped me edit my speech. <laughs> like so I'll write it and that is like, no, put here, do th- okay, okay, yes, yes, do this. Then again he edits, so he helped me with the speech as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and for me, like that's that was so important for me because I'm like music. We did this. So I made sure I even mentioned my my fellow students. I'm like, you guys, I'm here because of you. It's we've all done this. Like it's it's us it's mm. music so is that is that speech in the public domain I, yes 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 the, there's a video event i don't oh. know if they posted yeah but it's in the public that would domain. be cool to have yeah yeah that would be cool to have. we're going to dig it up <laughs> we're going to dig it up <laughs> and attach it to this episode yeah uh, so you're you're back home are you now after the degree mm. are you now doing gigs have you yeah. decided i'm just focusing on uh, opera am i just classical music am i anything goes so so initially when i came back of course now the Editor Cam was calling. Oh, we know you're back. Cam, we do shows. Um, and then I remember when I finished my degree, immediately I finished the degree, I just got calls. We want you to come and teach. Because you know that's now, especially for international schools, they like that you've had, you have a degree and you've studied abroad. So come, we want you to teach now. So, and that's and that, and that was really a blessing because what? The financial stability is just amazing, and also, of course, the exposure to different curriculums, and and you also have to even understand your instruments more, so you teach them better. You know, like it pushes you to to really dive deeper into your craft. So that came through, and I was really, really grateful at uh, teaching at Kenton College, and at that time Pembroke as well. So it was really, really good. Very hard push, I won't lie. Because it was a lot of work still, but it was I, I was really really grateful for those opportunities to come at the time that they did. Because yeah. I was not even thinking about that. I just knew, yeah, I should start teaching soon. I just knew, yeah, I just knew I should start teaching soon, but I don't know when. And then I just get the, the, the call. call and email. I had your back. Can you come for an interview? And I'm like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. If even the conservatory, which for me was like, uh, what do you call it? Full the circle. icing on the cake, uh-huh. full circle. Because I was like, wow, as a student there. And then now you're calling me to come teach. I was like, oh my god, like, it's amazing. <laughs> so that was really, really awesome. Yeah, very, very, very awesome. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to take you back. Sorry, just yeah. one question. Um, leading up to this point, um, what's your happiest memory? Could be from Liverpool days. Could mm. be from your time I took. Other than being the valed- valedictorian, mm. um, what is some? What is your the memory that comes to mind as your happiest? Oh my gosh, that's very hard my happiest in the whole music journey yeah after that <laughs> point after that point wow my happiest is um I, I, oh my gosh there's too many if i'm to pick one oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you putting me on the spot like this one happiest moment <laughs> well i i think oh yeah. Okay. My happiest moment, I'll say Liverpool, because I got to meet an amazing. Can you imagine the moment I arrive into Liverpool? During the orientation, we are shown the town. We're, we're taken to this very, what do you call it? You know the, you know Liverpool has history of slavery. Yeah, it was the the center. Liverpool docks was the center of the sh- the slave ships coming in from different places, and yeah, yeah. So there's a building there which is very very old. It looks very new, but it's old because they keep maintaining it. It's called the Blue Coat. And it is very artistic. 
it's an artistic building. Like it's used for concerts, for you have a violin workshop there, you have a, a coffee shop. It's very, very nice. It has a beautiful garden. So I remember we used to, we got a tour there. And I remember going to this violin workshop. And I remember meeting this guy. He looked like Santa Claus. Like for real, Santa Claus. Because he was very, very, he had a very, very long white beard and very bushy, thick hair. And I was thinking, wow, Santa is real. <laughs> so I, so we met him during the meditation. And it's just an int- introduction that, hey, um, so this is the, this is uh, Michael Phoenix. He's one of the luthiers for violins. You know the... You know the you know Luther is someone who makes an instrument, so he makes violins from scratch. So, mm. yeah, he makes the violin. So a Luther, a Luther, yeah. So there's guitar Luther. Like, I don't know, I don't know if, if I have a different name, but a Luther is someone who makes instruments. So, so so Michael Phoenix, um, when he so we met briefly, mm. he was very very nice, and then I went we, we went back to campus. Then guess what? I, you know, you're looking for a job to survive in Liverpool because it's very expensive to have your parents send money. And me, I always feel bad when they have to keep sending so much money when I know at home, they also need the money, right? So I was thinking to myself, Mary, come on. You only have a few courses in a day. Some days I actually have no course. One day I didn't have a course, a unit. Why can't I get a job? So I said applying. I applied. I applied to be a caterer anywhere. And, you know, just to just get some pounds in. I remember I got this one job, uh, an interview. So I went in and I called, um, I went in. No, no, no. I, I went into town. I have Google Maps. And by the way, that time I didn't know how to use Google Maps. I had to learn on this phone. <laughs> so I, I got Google Maps. I'm in town. Imagine you're in town with a phone like this. And you have to use a subway. And you're like, so I remember I would ask, now you're trying to ask strangers, but I had to remind myself, Mary, this is Liverpool. People are, are a bit, why are you talking to me? To be honest, I actually didn't get any help. I, I remember asking four people, nothing. So I said, wait a minute, I remember Blue Coat. Remember Michael? Let's go ask him. Imagine that's how, and that was two months ago. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, let me see if I can remember Blue Coat. I'm just walking and I'm like, oh yeah, then we turned here. I found the location, went into Blue Coat. I asked the reception, where's, where's the violin workshop? It's there. I went in. I see him. I'm like, oh, hi. He's like, hello. He's very such a happy guy. Happy, happy, bubbly guy. Hi, um, um, I'm Mary. I, I came here doing the orientation for my university. I just wanted to, I wonder if you could help me with directions to this place. So I showed him. And he's like, oh, this place is, it's just further down. And he asked me, why are you going there? It's quite far though. And I said, I'm going for an interview. Oh, you're looking for a job? I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for a job. Why don't you just come work here? And I was like, huh, really? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you know what? But, but first, let's focus because you came here looking for this. <laughs> so let's first focus on this. First, you go, do your, go for the interview because it's scheduled and I'm sure they're waiting for you. And I'm like, yeah. And then come back and let me know how it goes. I'm like, okay, fine. So I go, he shows me the direction. So I go in the Google Maps. I find a place. I get in. It's this um, very big, like boardroom kind of setup. And then each each table had uh, uh, cutlery, plates and forks and stuff. So I remember, so, so they first talked to you about what the job entails because it was a catering for a very big festival, music festival, and all that, a lot of stuff. So first we're going to train you how to carry the plates, train you how to carry them. So I'm not going to be fine. So we did that. It was quite hard to be honest, but we did that. Then now, they, now they're asking now 
for your your details one by one so you line up you get your details and then they'll give you a paper telling you when you can come into work so i go i get my paper i that i mean that's for my details and they're like oh you're from you're in liverpool university yeah okay fine mm-hmm. um so where's your wait and then they asked where's your where's your uh, wait where's your home credit i can't remember what, what they asked specifically and i think i was telling them um i'm my home is not here i live in kenya i'm here for studies wait and they're like wait so you're not, you're not a local i'm like no okay then he goes quiet looks at my passport and then just says um thank you we'll just be in touch with you Aww. i didn't get any paper yes i just said it's okay and i just said okay thank you and i walk so i walk back a, b- a bit low then i go i go to michael's uh, workshop and then he asked me how did you go and i'm like oh no i didn't get it and he's like why uh, i guess i just saw i'm not a, i'm a foreigner so they didn't want it. and he's like what okay i don't know if i can say it here but what bs is that and he's like no yeah and he's like come come work for me how much were they offering i'll add you four dollars four pounds on top of that he was paying even more than what the the the, the gig was to offer yeah the rate was yeah. even 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 for a student oh. to earn and i was like what and i'm like are you sure yeah i need help look at this workshop it's a mess we need you and i'm like <laughs> and i was like when can i start are you free today and i'm like yeah because oh, I, wow. oh. i went in the morning <laughs> and he's like yeah i'm free in the afternoon Okay, come. Hey. Welcome. And then he just told me we'll just now work the hours and everything and I was like thank and you and I stayed there. I was with him till the last day. And you know that you know those friends like you know those you know those of course I mean those people who they're just so genuine and they're givers. Mm. And do you know that's through him I got the BBC radio interview. I got two BBC BBC radio interviews to go and sing. Wow. Um I got to perform at a concert and I was just like I got to meet I don't know if you know the band Fleetwood Mac. You know Fleetwood Mac? It's a very <laughs> old band. I know many people know them but it's a very <laughs> it's a very legendary band. Yeah, it's a big deal. I met the guitarist oh. of that band. As in I've met oh, so wow. many artists, so many opportunities just cuz he just believed. Yo, I'm here to help. So for me that that joy of I'm doing music and I have a job that I love, a part-time job that I love and it's still tied to music i was just happy with a great yeah. person even if i would experience racism or yeah. some bad experiences through some lecturers some this my escape was that workshop yeah i'll just come then <sighs> you know Let's what just, yeah this is proof that santa is real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is what real what more do we need <laughs> he is real yeah, yeah. he's a luthier yeah he's a luthier yeah by day yeah, yeah. luthier I've in liverpool yeah in liverpool yes yeah <laughs> i've learned so many things from that story <laughs> that's one of the things that will stick with me yes santa is a luthier by day <laughs> <laughs> amazing that's beautiful man yeah. so you come in Yes. You're back home. Mm-hmm. You're back home. Uh are you thinking I need to go solo? This is your teaching now. Yeah. Uh, but are you thinking I need to do more? I need to bring I need to do gigs. How's yes. that going? So I remember yeah you're back. And then wow, you're back so you you have the the normal like classical scene gigs so like the the Nairobi Music Society mm. concerts where you can always perform and audition audition and perform and then you have the opera with Edita Kam which are going well but towards 2018 2018 2019 i started feeling Mary 
you used to write your own music and you're not doing anything about that. You used to, and I'm like, gosh. So I, I started feeling like I'm, I'm very comfortable singing other people's music now in whatever language it is. I'll learn it and I'll perform it. I'll give my best. But what about my own? And you know, I'll I'll get home one night, hold, get to the guitar and I'm like, a song will come out. And I record it and I write on the lit- all the words, but I keep it there. I just keep the words somewhere, you know, in my room. So 2019, when I did know my recital, my first recital, um, that was actually pushed by, I mean, inspired by uh, my, my, actually, the chairman of NMS. He's called Mr. Olu there. So he told me, Mary, you should, it's time you put up your own concert. Why are you waiting? Your own recital. Come on. And I'm like, yeah, 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 sure. And you know him, he's very, he's very respected in the classical scene. Very, very, such an amazing person. So when he told me that, even I was feeling like, hey, catch up Mary <laughs> you don't slack off so I'm like okay yes 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 I will so I got that support from him and I I set up the concert and I did it and I was really happy like I wouldn't like also that was another happy moment was that recital after the recital I was just feeling like oh gosh I, I I'm happy I feel very fulfilled but there's this cadot ca, ca somewhere that just it's not it's not fulfilled yet it's just empty it's just waiting and it's waiting for me. And I kept feeling like, oh, what about one day when you, you know, like how you, I'll go and watch Della or I'll watch, who do I love? Maya Von Leko. And they're singing their own music. And I'm like, gosh, one day, what if I can do that? You know, I'll just question myself. Why, why not? As in, you can't lose anything. Like, you, you, you just do it and we see. So, but I still hesitated a lot, a lot. So, my friend... Actually, within the same year, 2019, he is a producer. He's called Augustine. And he, he just, we, we was friends in high school. And he has a deg- he was doing a degree in Berkeley for music production. And he called me and he's like, you're still singing, right? I'm like, yeah. But I don't see you doing your own stuff. I'm like, yeah, I do the classical stuff mostly. And he's like, why? Why don't you just do your own music? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm coming to pick you up. I'm like, pick me up from... To, to go where i'm just coming to pick up i'm going to the studio i'm like no he's like yes you're coming so he comes to my home picks me up and then we go to his studio and i remember feeling like now i've carried my guitar he told me carry your guitar just carry whatever you need your lyrics carry carry them we're going to need them so we get to his studio i sit there i'm still processing what's happening like oh my goodness what's happening and then um he sets up the microphone and he's like, so you have a song you've written? Okay, let's record it. Like, he's not, he's, he doesn't want to make it a tea fancy. Let's just do it. Now, go. Okay. Okay, fine. The first song I recorded is what is, it's, it's the song called Free. Yeah. That's the one. That, that was it. Literally. Me just being nervous. Him ambushing me. Let's do this now. Record. Pop. And I did it. So that for me was quite, hey. Oh but that was the beginning. Because now after doing that and the way I felt so alive, like I felt even more alive than when I'm singing classical music because it's your, it's my story. Yeah. Yeah. It is my creativity. And and I think through that, I'd, I I also met, uh, so that was Augustine who put me on that. Like he pushed me out, got me out of the home into a studio. And I did two songs with him. So Free and You Are. And then... Waidaka Entertainment, a Waidaka, producer, Waidaka. MT. Yeah, I met him through teaching. 
which is very interesting, teaching in Kilimani. There was a program in Milimani School, which is in Kilimani, I think. And there was a program, there was a foundation they were running and for, for teaching kids music. So he called me to teach them, to help them teach guitar and singing. And I'm like, cool, that's okay, which was fun. That's why I met Waidaka and Kwame as well. Yeah, his yeah, his artist. Yeah, his artist. Yeah. So I met Wedaka and I was like, why are you not recording? This, the same thing. Why, why are you not doing anything? Just try. Do it. I mean, you you write, you play instruments, then then do it. And I'm like, yeah. So I'd go home thinking, why am I not doing this? You have every capability. Like there's nothing. You Stop have it. You. Then yeah. do it. Just just take the jump, take the leap of faith and do it. So ever since then, I did that. Yeah. I just, uh, it, it was a very slow progress. I mean, because I was yeah. always, you know, you have, you're scared because now it's more scary because it's, it's my music. Like I wrote it. These are my stories I'm sharing with you. So it's even more vulnerable. Yeah. In fact, I was just more vulnerable now. <laughs> I felt like I'm just naked. Yeah. Standing in front of everybody. <laughs> and and I'm going to be judged. Then <laughs> your hands are fluffing. Where to put them? <laughs> so, yeah. I, but I, but I did it and oh my goodness, it's, I, I I even even I tell people who ask me like the difference between classical and, and my own music. I am actually even using more of my music knowledge. What I've studied all of these years, I'm using it more in creating. No. I'm using it more in working with different instrumentalists. I'm using it more. I'm challenging myself more. And and the experience of being a classical singer has is what like you may see me now and I'm singing my own songs and I'm confident. It's not because the confidence came from nowhere. It's because I've already been on stage so many times in opera. And you know, opera is very vulnerable because it's just you, the singer, and a piano. So you, you're, you're, it's your voice that's supposed to carry the whole show. Yeah. Uh, every single emotion we should hear in your voice. So there's a s- certain level of performance yeah. you have to acquire yeah. to achieve that. So that is now what I carry on to this. Like I still carry the confidence, the the experience. Of course, now I just change it now because it's contemporary and it's my own music. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And, and, and you can tell, like no one would even tell that your, your first recital was your first solo recital. Yeah. No one would tell your first song out was actually your first song. Mm. And uh, I feel it's the same about your EP as well. Mm. I'm sure when we feel, uh, we listen to the whole project, we'll be like, oh, snap. Is yeah. this her first? Is it your first? Is yes, it your my first, first full EP. Project? Yeah, my first, my first full project. Yeah, so yeah. how's that been? And uh, how many pieces of yeah music will be in the in the project yes oh no the pieces will be a surprise so, but, ah, but it's okay. a short it's a short ep yeah um it's just like a snippet like an introduction to for everyone yeah. to get into no introduction to title. me yeah exactly yeah. mary olive and um and the process has been has been challenging amazing fulfilling so mm-hmm. has been has been amazing so i feel like I don't know, like, I'm just, honestly, one, I'm really grateful to just have been able to even have the capability to do this, one, to find the right people to work with, from the producer to the instrumentalist to everything, the artist for the artwork, easy, um, everyone who's been part of all the songs. It's such an, for me, I'm just like, I even feel like I'm going to cry because it's just been a really good experience. Yeah. challenging in the sense that like for for like f- i began recording 2020 2020 2020 yeah end of 2020 
and we finished last year. That's a lie. We finished early this year. But what what caused the delay was some, you know I lost my mom in twenty in twenty twenty. So there you know and you know with dealing with grief, you know you may feel you're fine and then one day out of the blue you're a mess. It hits you complete mess. So I heard that during the EP recording. So I'll be like, I'm fine. And I remember when the producer was asking me, when are you ever going to finish this? <laughs> because I'll go MIA for like three weeks. And I, I just tell him, I can't. I'll creatively, I'm nowhere right now. I can't. I, can't, I really can't do anything. And, and, you're, and you're just stuck in this hole. And you're like, what? And you and you can't do anything until until it lifts off. Like it's such a weird space to be. So that was the one challenge I had. Because now you're, you're having a creative album and you're dealing with that as well, with the grief. So navigating that was interesting. But I'm happy to have had a team that was kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not very, oh, oh, deadlines, time. I didn't have that kind of pressure. So I just knew, I just knew this is the year we're releasing it. So let's just aim to finish before then. Yeah. 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 Mm. We can't wait for it. We can't wait for it. No, and and now you. we want to be extremely respectful of your time because yes. um, we, we know oh, yeah. that you There's have another interview. There's another interview coming <laughs> up. And yes. I realize that Abu just told us you've been going this for <laughs> two hours. Yes. Because it's been beautiful. I know. It's been beautiful. Yeah, sure. yeah. So as, as we, there's so many areas that I feel we haven't touched, especially mm. around the personal. Yes. Maybe go a bit further into the relationship with your dad. Yeah. Um, your mom before she passed on. Yeah. And how you're dealing with, with that. Yeah. Are, are you better? Does it ever get better? It gets better handling, carrying it. Car- ca- carrying the grief. It gets, it gets I don't know if it's easier. You just, gr- I, I remember someone just showed up. You, you grow around the grief. So when you're starting, the grief feels like it's taking a whole part of you. Like it's, it's, you can't even breathe. It's mm. very hard to even see the good in life. Like you're like, why, why am I doing anything anymore? But then over time, you grow around it. So the joy that you had in, in your work comes back. You, you, you start to open and realize, oh, Okay, but you carry it. So the grief doesn't go away. The grief doesn't shrink. You know, people have like, like, like they show a, a ball of grief and it shrinks. I'm like, no, yeah. it doesn't shrink. You grow around it. Mm. So you now you build your life around it. So whatever new experiences, new family, you know, all that, yeah. you just grow around it. It doesn't shrink. So you just have it. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I have I have so many thoughts around that. Yeah. One of the one of them comes to mind, which is from my favorite, um, one of my favorite actors, Bubbles from The Wire, uh-huh. talking yeah. about grief and saying that um, you can live with grief. You just have to make space for other things. Yeah, yeah, you have to make space for mm. other things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. You've talked about God and yeah. mentioned God severally in this conversation. What's your relationship with God? I see him as my personal friend. Like he's my, he's my. Yeah, he's he's how how do I say it? Hmm. I'm not I'm not like religious. Let me say that I'm not. I don't like like some of the things the churches may do, the the things they say about some things that happen to us women or even you know just daily human life really. But I I have a very strong spiritual connection with God. That's what I aim for. Like I have a personal relationship with Him. That's more important for me. So for me, like when I say like like what I was talking about like Allah when God was dangling a carrot in front of me, literally I see Him as that. He's just laughing at me. Oh, you thought? Oh, you asked for this? I'm going to give you. So I feel like He's He's my companion in life like he's always there 
Mm-hmm. Even, even when, when I'm in Liverpool and I'm in a foreign country and I'm scared, I still feel him. So I feel like, hey God, now look what I, look what mess I put myself into. But help me navigate it. We'll find a way somewhere. Yeah. So, so we find it. So I feel that's what it is for me. Like he's my personal, my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, I, uh, music, mm-hmm. uh, studies, growth. We've spoken about all things, all these things. Yeah. A smaller, tinier question, uh, as I guess as we wind up. What is that one thing we'd all be surprised you actually do as well and you're good at it? Super random, super different. Super is there something random. like you're like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good at this. If only the world knew. And people don't know. Yeah. Living like uh, swimming. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that works. Yeah, you works too. Yeah? yeah, what's yeah, your favorite yeah. stroke? Swimming. Oh, freestyle. And backstroke. I like backstroke and freestyle. And you're like really good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what's the most memorable lesson you've learned from your dad? Hey, you be, wow, my dad is consistent and he's passionate. Like my dad is, he, he, he's so committed to his job and he loves his job. Like he loves teaching his students at, you know, even in med school, my dad, people knew me because of, like I I was not famous. My my dad was famous because your dad is, Oh, oh, that is uh, oh, Professor Mbokwa. It's him. Your dad is so cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thanks. Cool. Okay. So my dad is uh, like a celebrity in the medical <laughs> field, I feel. But it's only because he goes above and beyond for his students. He, I don't know if he's, if if guys in med school who went to med school even know, my dad would wake up at 2 a.m. to finish his PowerPoints for their classes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to have anything shoddy for them. It's the best. He went above and all. And he loved teaching. He loves teaching. So it's so in him. So I learned that. So I, I mean, there are times I'd actually ask myself when I was still figuring out my life, why would I do something that I'm not as passionate about? And here's my dad. He's waking up at 2 a.m. He has no problem. He's very happy to do that. I want to wake up at 2 a.m. for something that I love. Mm-hmm. And from yeah. now that's music, you see. So I feel well, one thing I learned from him was commitment. You love what you do, commit to it and give it your best and consistency he's never changed that like i'm just like wow mm. all these years yeah he's very consistent yeah. yeah that's beautiful the big three big three big three um if you had a chance to have something on your shot yeah um and you're on stage speaking to the billions of africans standing alongside the african greats um what would that message that would resonate across the continent on your shot be wow mm. Wow, I think it's I'll, I'll I'll go back to what I started with. Be true to yourself. Be true, true to yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because um, life is so short and life has its own challenges. We make it even harder when we're, when we're lying to ourselves. Yeah. We're just doing a disservice to ourselves. So just it's it's just be true to yourself. True listen to listen yourself. to what your heart is telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're always the easiest person to lie to. You can Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. So be true yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Books Books. Um, are you a read a, a big reader? Yes. What oh, are you reading? Not now? a big reader, but I'm a reader. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, what book would you gift or would you recommend to anyone to read? I think the one I've started reading is Year of Yes, Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, oh, I wow. won't lie. That's one. I was just like, oh, why am I not seeing this <laughs> <to> opportunities <laughs> as well? <laughs> yeah. So oh, I feel that's a good book for that's anyone. A, that's it's, a good read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good, good read. Yeah. So, good yeah. Read. And and lastly, if you have to have if you have to have dinner mm-hmm. with two 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 people. Uh, dead or alive, oh, gosh, once in a lifetime, so hard. Uh-huh. who'd those two people be? 
Top of mind. Top of mind. <laughs> no, Wait, in, in this oh, moment we are in, in this moment so it, could, it could change maybe yesterday oh, you okay yeah fine people, okay yes okay in, in this, this moment, moment wow in this moment wait two people okay one is an opera singer leontine price i love her when she sings she sounds like i don't know i it sounds like ice cream it just sounds delicious and beautiful and perfect i just love to be around her and this british actor who i've forgotten his name he's amazing he was he 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 played, he played that physics professor the popular uh, uh, and he's been on he's been on the fantastic beasts that that young he came out of nowhere he's called no he, he actually no, didn't I mean, come out from there. anywhere yeah no he's been there but but i remember seeing him red main red main red main yeah him yeah. i love him i see him any movie i am there he's such a brilliant actor i believe anything he does yeah i am game i believe his characters and i feel his passion in his acting so i would love just to be around him and just talk about anything with him let me tell you what you what you should watch that yeah. he did when he was very young this mm. is actually what opened everything up mm. for him pillars of the earth pillars of the earth pillars <laughs> Pillars of the Earth. Yeah, Check okay. that I'm out. I'm going to look at it. But I love him. Hey. Him, I'll have to meet him any day. Apples <laughs> <laughs> out. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's been uh, an amazing last couple of hours. Yes. Literally a couple Literally. of hours. Um, I'm awake. We're all yeah. awake. Yeah. We're all awake. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode we've done. Like, we seven something. We were on the table. Thank you so much for creating your time for us. Thank you for having me. Man, thank you for all your lessons. Thank you for the hard times that you went through. Thank yeah. you for the high because all that is what has created the phenomenal woman that you are Thank and we you. celebrate that and we are asking you to stay busy being Big born one. just yes. keep growing Thank and keep you. staying true to yourself yeah. yes yeah. yes yeah. always yeah and always. we can't wait to listen to your ep yeah kindly tell us how we can purchase it when the time comes and also tell us uh, your social media handles yes. how we can reach you and all that so you can reach me on any social media platform at Olive music and uh, in on for now you can pre-save the ep album on spotify and also i think apple, apple as music. well apple music you find my name my artist profile there and when the time comes in july for when the ep is released you can buy it at hustle sasa shop and also on apple music as well yeah that's what's up all right yes. we'll be releasing this around then so we'll make sure yeah. we're oh, amazing. To everything. yeah amazing. we'll have all yeah. this on the show notes time thank you so much for your time for the lessons and um for the audience listening yes thank you so much um for joining with us um we hope that like you're going to say you can buy the ep and follow uh, mary olive every on the social media pages yes. and um, yeah, we look forward to you doing so much more yes thank, thank you. you so much you guys anytime. are amazing thank you anytime <laughs> asante sana ladies and gentlemen thank you for your years thank you for your time we hope you've enjoyed and grown in this particular episode and let's keep going watch okay. out for more so much coming yeah remember you can find us anywhere on um, at busybingborn.africa or on our social media pages that is at busybingborn underscore yeah yeah and you know what we say eh? you know what we say we are busy being born so, so if you're not busy being born then you're probably busy not leaving I've been your host Kamade Godu peace peace thank you for listening to our podcast do look out for more from us for now Kwaheri